it's time to turn out the lights, grab some popcorn, and watch some horrible horror movies. This is the Terrible Terror Podcast. Each episode, I delve into the world of terrible horror movies. Why do I do it? Well, I can't explain it, but I love these horrible movies. If you've made a horror movie on your phone, or made your own special effects MacGyver style, please send it my way. Now, what do you get when you mix nuclear waste, the homeless, and a guy who drops more F-bombs than a sailor? Why, you get Chud. Why, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Terrible Terror Podcast. And this episode, I promised you guys a treat. I have got a guest on with me. You can say hello. What's up? That's right. We got the angry dad himself. Fuck yeah. We got Ben, and we're talking about Chud. Uh, and this is a movie that some people have recommended to me, like, over the past couple of years. I can't believe it's going to be, like, three years since I've started this fucking podcast. Man. Uh, but, and we're almost hitting episode 100. I think this is like 81. Nice! We're out there. So, and that's not including all the little bonus yeah. pieces of shit that's on there. <laughs> well, I like all those bonus stuff. <laughs> well, uh, Ben here, he's been a very big supporter of the podcast. Uh, and he is a really good friend of mine. I mean, we've done a ton of concerts yes. and other things together. So, it only makes sense to bring him on. And originally we had something different planned. Yeah. And, with having to record this and then everything that goes in in our daily lives, this made the most sense to just do Chud. And then we're still going to do the other thing, which I'll leave as a, you know, a secret for the time. There it is. Surprise, if you will. Exactly. Um, but that's going to be more of a discussion and not necessarily a full episode. And so Might be a video. Maybe a video. You never know. We might be able to do something like that. Terrible Terror hasn't done a whole lot of videos that haven't gotten hit for copyright. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking YouTube, man. Fuck yeah, man. Uh, so, I, I just thought, well, we're going to talk about Chud. And I know, I want to apologize to Andy from the Black Hat Shadow because I know this is like one of his favorite movies. I would have loved to have him on, but I got to do Ben first and then we'll <laughs> got <bring> him. Andy. <laughs> but really, it, it's one of those things where... This movie, it was requested, and it's such an, like, 80s, like, when you think of an 80s horror, and you think of cheesy 80s horror. And this is exactly it. And you think of Chud. Yes. That's specifically one of the movies that you think about, like, right away. (laughs) Super right away. (laughs) So, I was just like, okay, well, let's go ahead and do it. So, I forced him to watch this. Now, this movie is incredibly hard to find. Well, you know, you didn't force me. I seen it, and then I made my lady watch it. Okay, so did you force her to watch it? (laughs) Well, she kind of, because of this podcast, she's actually seen so many movies. And the reason she's seen these movies is because they're classics, and I remember watching them as a kid. It's crazy. Yeah, it's one of those, same thing with my wife, she's like... Almost you know every other week, I'm watching a movie or I'm watching even others for different things, and she's yeah. just like, 
okay, I'm just going to go to bed. She's just stopped. She originally was like, okay, I'm totally in with this, and I'll watch it with you. And and every once in a while when there's a movie that she hasn't seen, like, surprisingly, like, Witches. Yeah. I didn't think that she was going to stick around That's for crazy. that. That's crazy. That's a classic. But she, like, she'd never seen it before. That's so crazy, she yeah. sat and she watched the whole thing, and she was just, like, enthralled with it. Yeah. But then it's a movie like Chud, and I try to watch <laughs> it with her, and she's like, I'm, I'm going to go to bed. No, no. But, you know. It Still, finding like this film, like, it's not available to rent or stream on a lot of services, and really, Shudder is the only way that I could find it easily. And it's crazy you said that, because when I googled it, you can see it on Amazon Prime, but it depended on the device. Um, when I was at my lady's house and I was watching it, what ended up happening is um, I could watch it on Roku, but I couldn't watch it on my Amazon or my... Or uh, off the iPhone on the Amazon Prime. Yeah. So it was crazy. So, so I spent two ninety nine to watch it on Prime, but only at her house, but not at mine. So That's I was really like, what weird. the hell? Because like, I had to sign up for the Shutter trial. Yeah. And then even then, to be able to watch it on a regular goddamn TV took me forever oh. to figure out. Like, It doesn't have a PlayStation app, yeah. so I can't do that. It has an Xbox One app, but I don't have an Xbox yeah. One. It has a Roku app. Yeah. I don't have a Roku. Roku uh. I thought, oh, great. The smart TV that I have that we won last year at yeah. my wife's Christmas party, it has a web browser. And that's yeah. how I watched a lot of Damn. things. It doesn't work that's that crazy. way. Last about, no, about three years ago, and I had it just kind of stored away, my wife bought me a Chromecast. <laughs> so Chromecast, I can use the iPhone app on for Shutter yeah. to Chromecast the, to it. Oh, and then I was man. like, okay, there. And then... Yeah. I had to control everything okay. from the app. Yeah. But still, I got to watch it on the big yeah. TV. Yeah. And that TV, like, we watched uh, Robocop yeah. on it. That's a good and one, too. The old one or new one? The original. Yes. Right? And so we realized, like, and this is first world problems, how good that TV is. Yeah. Because it looked like somebody filmed it on, like, handheld camera. Yeah. Oh, like, man. It's super what crisp. Difference. Like, how much of a difference it looks fake. It's everything crazy. looks fake. Yeah. And that's the way that I watched Chud again. Yeah. Was that everything looked looks so Super fake. fake. Yeah, it's crazy. I bought the LED 1080p. 160 hertz, like, and I watched stuff on it from back in the day, even old action movies. I'm like, what the fuck? Even Look watching at that. something like Dinosaurs, yeah, looks like shit or Family yeah. Matters. I was oh, watching yeah. Hulu. I'm like, oh, they got Family Matters. Yeah. Shit, Urkel, Girl, let's fucking yep. do this. Like, <laughs> like, and it looks like, oh my god, yeah. And I don't even want to watch it after that. I'm like, it's garbage. <laughs> fuck. And that's, and that's what happened with Robocop. Yeah, like, I watched like a good two thirds, and after a while, I'm just like. Cannot can't, take this. No, I can't. I, let me go watch it downstairs yeah. on the TV that's still 1080p, but it's yeah. not as crisp yeah. as this fucking exactly. TV. That, that dialed in. Sometimes like I wish I had an old school TV. Old CRT. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I um before flat screens come out, I had bought a Sony Trinity. This motherfucker, it was like 48 <laughs> inches, weighed a thousand pounds, top of the fucking line. Two months later, Flat screens came out. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> Man, I hated moving that thing. I had to move it twice. And funny story. Uh, when I got divorced, I told her, keep the TV. Because <laughs> I wasn't moving it. <laughs> Those things are fucking ridiculous. My dad's friend used to have one of those huge like rear projection TVs where the Fuck. front looked like cloth. You know, yeah. But it was like... 
you know, an 80, yeah. 90 inch TV. Oh, yep. this is great. I'm like, how much does that thing weigh? Wait, exactly. That's got to be like 200 pounds. Yeah. yeah. If you say like, where it's at. Exactly. Oh, you want to buy this house? Well, that piece of shit, shit comes with it. <laughs> got him. <laughs> so when was the first time that you saw Chud? Shit, man. When I saw Chud, I want to say I was probably six, seven. Because uh, when I grow up, when I was growing up, my uncles <laughs> made up. me watch so many. Hey, Freddy Krueger, Jason, Michael, my like I was watching these things as a kid, and they would force me to watch this, sit here, and I would have nightmares and all this bullshit. But it was a puppet master, um, ghoulies. Dude, I had to watch all these movies, and it'd be on TV, and people would be like, what? Are you really watching it? I had to. What the fuck am I telling my uncles? I ain't a bitch. (laughs) Well, that's kind of like the way my uncle did it with my cousins, and even with us, and that's a lot of some of the movies. You know, my grandfather, he was old school horror. He wasn't really new school stuff. So when we watch it, and like, and speaking of Shudder, I found Tales from the Dark Side of the series, right? I I saw you post that. So I started watching that, because that reminded me of him, and and like, when we'd spend time with my grandmother and him, and we'd watch those shows, and my sister reminded me of The the Hitchhiker, which was also another, The Hitcher, I don't remember which exactly it was, but similar type of show. Okay. And like, but when my uncle would come over and drop off my cousins to be watched and we'd all be together or my uncle was the one watching us at my grandparents' yeah. house, you know, it's Alien, Aliens, yeah. <laughs> Nightmare Before Elm Street. My, they're such big fucking Halloween fans yeah. on Halloween and Chud happened to be one of the films, one yeah. of the times that gets put on. Yeah. So it's been a long, long ass time, time super since long. I have seen this. I don't so, even think I've seen it on TV. No, you can find, and that was the thing too, I can find Chud too, Bud the Chud, fucking everywhere. I was that so is a tanker piece to of watch shit. that, you know? I was like, are you serious? It just looks like this guy's trying to party. <laughs> it's, it's so ridiculous, like how many places you can find that fucking movie, but you can't find fucking Chud. You can't. It's fucking and, like, are you serious? And but you know what? We found it. We're yeah. here. We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna yeah. go through. This might be a little looser than some of the other podcasts, yeah. but hey, it's yeah. it's a fuck it type of situation. <laughs> exactly. We're gonna go through it. So the the most there is one surprising cameo in this film yeah. that I'm gonna save towards later in the okay. film because he it doesn't show up till much later, and yeah. that's surprise because I don't even remember. Damn. Now the other thing is is that I believe this is the first time that Daniel Stern. And uh John Hurt got together in a movie. No, no, this has to be. And then after this, you know, it's Home Alone. Yeah, Home Alone. Too. Exactly. But they're not really together. Yeah, in that never film. the same screen. But here, they actually like. And I was surprised. I was like, okay, John Hurt, he's yeah. in this. Daniel Stern. Stern. That's what I said. I was like, I do not remember this. And it's crazy because how young he looks. You're like, and same hair, same fucking beard, same fucking nose. Too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But I was like, fuck, and he's in New York? I yep. mean, the last time I remember him being in New York, he got a fucking paint can to yeah. the dome. Straight to the <laughs> dome. <laughs> so. The movie itself opens on a street, and this is, like, you get that theme music, and yep. I thought it was weird that it just did the cast right away, yeah. right? Super and then, right away. then you open up on the street, and you see this lady walking her dog, and then all of a sudden, a hand comes from the sewer, and within, like, a minute of the movie, we get our first kill, yeah. and it's off screen. Now, almost every kill, except for really one, yeah. is 
off screen. Not as super true. And the thing that kills me the most. Look, I understand they're mutants. But goddamn, that bitch had to be done. Like, dumb. Because what ended up happening is... Those manhole covers weigh hundreds of pounds. So it, it's, it, it makes noise. And it's the middle of the night. She's got her fucking dog. And all I hear, kaka, kaka, ah, are you fucking serious? It makes, it makes no sense. Cause even the dog that's with her. Yeah. I know it's a little shit kicking dog yeah, right there, right? But still. That's you get a pun. The moment that thing makes noise, it wouldn't bark. Yeah. It wouldn't do. And then it didn't make really any noise until no. she got dragged under. And then it was, Arr! But that was like it. Yeah. I came to your house, and before I even got to the door, your dogs were barking. <laughs> That's Fuck! right. Because they, they know. He's like, okay, there's somebody here. There's It's either they're going to walk by the house, yeah. or it's somebody he remembers. So he's like, oh, shit, I yeah. smell fucking Ben. Ben's yeah. going to come up. Here, you don't think you're going to smell, especially if they're fucking radioactive, yeah. like monsters and in the sewer. thing. sewer! They stink! <laughs> that's right. I mean, they could probably bark at the bag ladies on the street and everything like that. Yeah. So that's the first person that gets killed in the film, like, right away, which yeah. I appreciate. Yeah. I do appreciate that you get a death. Yeah. And then the title comes yep. up. And I was like, wait, why didn't we get the Chud title, like, somewhat before this, Boy, before way. we started the film? And then we see that John Hurd, he's up on his little apartment, yep. and he's taking pictures of the street. Yeah. And I first thought, like, wow, it's like Creeper John yeah. Hurd, like he's creeping yeah. on people from far away. But he's a photographer, and that's when he comes, uh, and he gets a message from, I guess, the guy that he's been working with. Yeah, no, I reached the new residence of uh, George Cooper and Lauren Daniels. We will spare you the agony of a cute little message. However, if you'd like to leave one, wait for the beep. George, this is Derek. Hi, Derek. Look, George, I know you're there. You're just not answering the phone. Smart, Derek. George, this is really important, so I'm asking you as a personal favor, please just pick up the phone and talk to me, okay? Okay, Derek. All right, George, listen. All right, Derek. Our deadline on the follow-up article is Friday. That's tomorrow. I can't write a word till you give me the pictures. Have you found the bag lady yet? Have you found her brother? George, I can't afford to miss this deadline. It's not just the money. It's my credibility. I mean, these guys are not holding their breath waiting for a story about a bunch of subterranean bums. Just give me any pictures. I don't care what they are. What do you say? All right, Derek. You made your point. So... Basically, what John Hurd's character has done, and we learned this a little later, but it's yeah. better to kind of get this out of the way here. And there's a couple things. This is the first thing I'm going to say, is that I don't think his character or his story is needed at all in this At film. all. It, it, it's not really important. No. But he... He and his wife, who is also like his model, he's a photographer, yeah. and he took some pictures and of a famous some bums. photographer. He's famous, and he took some picture of some bumps mm-hmm. that that and that's what he's talking about here. That got national exposure, yeah. and it's not for the fame that he wants to do it. It's basically because he wanted to do something different than just take pictures of models. Yeah, he and wanted shit to like do that. some life changing event. No longer a photographer, but like an actual documentary of life. Exactly. Kind of like if you've ever seen that Facebook page, like Humans of New York. Yeah. Where they, they do that. They take pictures of people yeah. and they give them a little story. That's what he wants. He wants to be what every musician wants to be. I don't want to just be a pop selling millionaire. Yeah. I want to be important and yeah. make a difference in the I world. I want to be remembered. Exactly. And, and so 
but his whole storyline, you could get rid of it. Yeah, you could cut the fuck out of that shit. It makes no f- at any point in time. There, it doesn't tie into the movie. It does towards the end, but that's only when he meets the reporter. Yeah, and then everything kind of starts gelling yeah, together. Kind of. But I think we're getting ahead of ourselves yeah. here because there's a lot more no, to talk so about. So much. So we then meet his wife, who is convincing him to go and do some photography shoot for her. And he's like, well, you know, I gotta, he's not, doesn't seem, even though he wants to do this like life changing thing, he doesn't seem as interested to work with Dennis or call Dennis back. I also like the fact that he's able to respond perfectly to, and there's those perfect pauses in between the message being left. Like if you leave a message on a phone, you're just going to be like, Dude, especially nowadays, it's dude, call me yeah, back. Or yeah. like, hey, it's really important, blah, 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 blah. Like, you don't yeah, take you get a, a whole breath. message. You don't go like, hey, Ben. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wait that amount of time for you to respond outside of the thing. So it's just, it's ridiculous, but it yeah. moves the movie along. So you meet her. She goes down into the basement yeah. because he's a dick. He only brought up his stuff. Yeah. And she's got to go get, like, her... And his jewelry, too. Like, oh, yeah. you fucking ass. And this isn't, like, a house, right? Like, oh, this it's in the basement of the house. No, this is a building where yeah. there's other people fucking live. And, and other people's shit. But everybody stores their shit into one fucking room? Like, come on. Something's gonna get fucking taken from there. Exactly. Especially if it's important. Family heirlooms, whatever the fuck is. Jewelry is important. It's worth money, you fucking ass. Yeah, but his photography equipment, it is worth something. I gave him that. But it's still a dick move to do your significant other, right? Yeah. You're just like, oh, hey, you're gonna have to go into that scary-ass basement and get your own shit. And when she goes down there, noises start to get heard down there. And she doesn't say anything to anybody. No. That's normal, huh? Oh, hey, there's some weird scratching, screeching, growling noise going on. Huh. 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 Oh well, uh, let's oh, go well fuck it. Shit to do. <laughs> exactly. I'll let you fucking call the cops. Call the man. I think there's something down there. That's right. Hey, you know, the, I was by the sewer grate and I heard yeah. some weird noises. I didn't think of anything, but maybe you want to go check it out. Yeah. Oh, thanks for. The, nope. Nope. Let's just go. Yeah, I got shit it. to do. I, I got money to make. She also meets another lady and her son that really have no importance to the movie whatsoever, yeah. except for be a device when the chuds come yeah. later. So, we go from here, we go over into the precinct, and that's where we first meet Bosch. Yeah. And Bosch is talking to one of the cops, uh, because they're telling him, basically, to kind of get off the case and look at something else. Yeah. Hayes, get on the stolen car. What about the Kirby case? This is more important than a potential homicide. Kirby isn't a homicide, he's a missing person. I can't tie up the whole force just because some guy decides that... Walk out on his wife. Yeah, but this is the fourth time the guy's walked out on his wife in the last two weeks. Yeah, what'd you turn up on the other? Nothing, but right. I did nothing. So they filed under missing persons. Now they turn up? Great, fine, I'm delighted. But I can't waste any more time on this. The captain, you're not hey, taking... look. I don't want to bore you with crime statistics, but uh, just between you and me, they're not going down. Now file Kirby under missing persons and get on with it. Yes, sir. So there's something that's going on within the city, and we don't know quite what it is right now. Yeah. All we know is that there's a lot of missing persons cases, and uh, let's talk about Bosch real fast. I There are two characters I really love in this film, 
and they happen to be the people that should be the entire focus of the exactly. Bosch, and later when we meet AJ. Yeah. And that's Daniel Stern's character. Yeah. Bosch is played by Christopher Cummings. Yeah. Uh, and he, they're both, like, the evolution of his character is really good. And he really is one of those take-no-nonsense type of cop characters. Yeah. And the one thing I like about it, too, is he starts off as a dick, and then all of a sudden you like him. You're yeah. like, God damn, bro. I didn't know he had, I just thought he was a typical cop, captain, Fuck you, do what you're told. Because that's how it seemed when he first meet him. And, and especially in the next scene, which I'm going to play. Now, there are... I'm going to warn everybody that's listening. And we talked about it a little bit before we started. But there's a lot of stuff in the beginning. And this movie specifically spends a lot of its first act setting up characters and setting up yeah. everything. So there's so much exposition that goes on. And literally, if you're watching the movie and you did watch it and you're listening to it, man, this scene is right after the other. It's because there's important parts in each of those little areas yeah. as I hit the fucking mic with my hand. <laughs> But, uh, so you may, it may seem like it's just, oh, we're doing one long scene, but it kind of has to be done because it's nice to kind of break in and you understand the characters better. It's one of those things that I really like about the film is how it builds up its world and its characters. And like you said, how the characters, how you grow to like Like, some of them in the beginning. It really sets the whole thing up. Because when you listen to here, and what we're going to play is, this is going to be Bosch talking to his captain about mm-hmm. what's going on. You kind of get a feeling that there's something going on, but you're not exactly sure what it is. And at the same time, you're kind of like, well, he's just one of those, like, almost yes men. Yeah. You know, okay, I'm being told what I need to do, and he evolves from whatever is happening here. Yeah. So, you've got your orders, Bosch. Uh, Chief O'Brien, please. This is Captain Bosch. All right, I'll take it. O'Brien. Chief, this is Bosch. Look, I can't keep a lid on this any longer. You've got to. You don't understand. I can't. No. Chief. You don't understand. It's not my decision. I know that, but... If you know that, then you know there's nothing I can do about it. You've got your orders, Bosch. Now carry them out. So from here, he decides that he's, somebody's been brought in, right? Yeah. There's somebody downstairs and he's got to be a part of the interrogation room because one of the people on the street, they've done something with one of the cops. And that's where really quick, we're going to meet the reporter by the name of Murphy is trying to basically get a lead and become more famous. Hey, Bosch, what's happening? Nothing for you today, Murph. Nothing, huh? You know, you cops will never learn. I said nothing, Murphy. Now, that's a dead giveaway. Now I know something's wrong. See, if you guys were smart, what you'd do is you'd pop me off with a little tidbit of information. That way I'd never know the difference. Okay. I'll let you in on it. I'm about to interrogate a bag lady we just nabbed on a charge of petty theft. Not bad. Not bad, Bosch. So yet another useless character. Yes, I was just about to say, this guy doesn't do anything at all but be there. Exactly. And, and he gets a hell of lines. And, and he gets, he's there for, I think, maybe a total of five scenes. Yeah. Incomplete. And he does have a big, like, he's kind of the bridging gap between John Hurd's George and then the Bosch yeah. and AJ storyline. It's not exactly 
<laughs> he only like, ties him in for one scene. Exactly. He's there to do one thing, one thing only, and make the two storylines merge. And last you ever fucking see him. And also to kind of give uh, an idea, well, to see that the cops are chasing yeah. people around at the same time. Yeah. So we go from here and we go and we see what exactly George's current work is. And he's there with his wife and she's all dolled up on the couch. He's taking pictures and that ultimately upsets him. Is this what it's going to be all day? A little tits and ass, ass and tits, sell some perfume? Is that what it's going to be? Whose idea was this? Anyway? What genius came up with this concept to sell this perfume today? George, you want to build this job for me? What's the matter? Am I making you nervous? Yeah, you're making me nervous. This is my first chance for national exposure. Well, you're, well very well making... put. Very well put. Are you upset because I'm posing nude? No, I'm not upset because you're posing nude, Lauren. Posing nude comes with the territory. I am upset because these people are using your body and draping it with the carcass of some helpless little field mouse to sell some worthless perfume which probably smells like sheep dip. What are you shishing me for? They know it. They made it. They can smell. They know what's in it. And they know what it takes to sell it. Stop it. I'm sorry, okay? I, I forgot what all the wondrous fun this was for me. It's a goof. It's a joke. It doesn't matter. You don't care about them. You're doing this for me. We're going to bamboozle these guys for big bucks and go home. Okay? All right, I got a problem with this. Uh, first of all, this is how you bitch make money. This is how you're helping her to make more money. And then you fucking it up like a fucking jackass. It's like, you already know the game. You already know what I'm here to do. And she's got to explain it. First of all, New York is one of the most expensive places to live. And then now you're fucking up the check. Fuck. And I totally agree. That's exactly my notes. I hear I'm like... Okay, you're just jealous because she's one, she's, okay, yeah, she's being nude, but you gotta think about it this way. One, she ain't that fucking nude. She's sitting on there and she's got shit draped over her. Yeah, Like, she's covered. There's a fucking fur on top of her. That's not tits and ass, that's just somebody sitting on a couch in fur. Exactly. Fuck you. Second of all, you're the one taking the fucking photos. Yes, and you know this is her profession. You signed up. She a model. She sells that body. Letter. And she's your model. Yes! As it's explained at the beginning of the fucking movie. So why are you upset? Yeah. It makes no fucking sense. All you are is a big fucking pussy that can't fucking deal with it. At all. Like, motherfucker. I swear (laughs) to God. You know what I'm saying? Like, is she a model? A supermodel? Let me tell you something right now. I be doing the shit I want to do, let her make that money, and live off her shit. Because that's how it seems to me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the the, the other thing is, she ain't that fucking pretty. Hell, <laughs> even for the 80s. No, hey, hey. 80s movies, blonde, big tits, fat ass, small waist, and that's not what we got here. No, and I'm not saying that she looks bad, and not saying the only reason somebody needs to be with somebody because they, like, hell of attractive or whatever it is. But when you're going through this, it's just like, okay, she looks like a stereotypical, like, house mom, mom, period. House mom. House mom. There you go. And 
it's just like, are you that worried about it? Like, one, she's with you. Who gives a fucking Fuck, shit? Exactly. Right? Two, you're the one taking the pictures. Yeah. So you know exactly what you're seeing. Maybe there's other people. Three, she ain't even fucking naked. Yeah. This is not about ass and tits. Not This at is all. just about some marketing. T- and you know it. Yes. It's a marketing stunt. And she says it perfectly. I'm just going to use them for us to make a lot of money, money. and me to get my exposure. Exactly. Just roll with it. So he steps off, and then he goes and checks his messages. And I have to apologize, because I said there's one thing, but there there is a couple things that tie him, and it's yeah. the bag lady. Yeah. And, and that's where he gets in the messages. We get a set of them, one in the middle that it's supposed to lead to something. Yeah. I would really love to see a director's cut of this film, yeah. and to see if that goes anywhere. Yeah. But we listen wait, wait, to wait, everything before, they got. Well, before we uh, go on. All right, let's talk what he did when he answered the phone. All right, now check it out. He pulled up a device that you no longer fucking see. Because he's oh, calling yeah. from a payphone, ring, 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 and then it goes straight to his fucking answer machine. Damn, I haven't seen that in forever. I used to have a little device. You put it up to the thing, and it fucking give you a free fucking phone call. But this one, he had to play the machine to get the fucking message. I thought that was a nice little added touch. That's a lot of the old ones, and that's how it was able to actually skip to yep. that point and get into there. That means that he must have made a lot of money to get that type of thing. Yes. And you can actually hear it in the beginning of the message. George, this is Derek. I am having a nervous breakdown. I've gone ahead and written the copy without you. When you give me the pictures, I'll fudge it to fit them. Lauren Daniels, this is Dr. Bremner's office. Please call him when you get a chance. Cooper, you son of a bitch. I'm in jail. I only get one phone call. You think I want to talk to some goddamn fucking machine? So, that's the bag lady that got caught earlier, and basically, she's related to George here, because he's the one that took pictures of her husband, or yeah. her boyfriend, or whatever brother. the guy is. Brother, Well, and her brother. Okay. So, there was the two. There's, I think, what, Victor and Hank or some shit yeah, like, that. like that. Yeah, So, it starts with an A. I can't fucking remember, yeah. and he's not fucking important to the At whole all. fucking story. Um well, other than it's to show the plight of the homeless that are underground, because everything that's happening is happening to the homeless yeah. people. So you you have them, and he's basically he leaves the whole photo shoot to mm-hmm. go over to help her get out of jail. Yeah. In the meantime, we cut back over to Bosch, and he gets a call at the office from somebody named AJ, and they see he's calling in because a bunch of people have gone missing yep. from his soup kitchen. So Bosch decides that he's going to go down there yeah. and check everything out. Bosh, what are you doing here? You called my precinct. What is this, some kind of bad joke? Yeah. So what's this all about? Reverend? Yeah. Would you come here a minute? What is it, Doris? Reverend, I have a present for you. Oh, well, hey, look at that. So you're a reverend now, huh? Save it, Bosh. Now what kind of scam you're in it here? Look, Lieutenant. Captain. Oh, you're captain now? You got it. Well, look, Captain. I didn't call up your precinct so they would send you down here so I could hear your two-bit opinion of my life, all right? Look, just get to the point, Shepard. What's this about missing persons? Hey, Jesus, would you just chill out, please? It's my family. Family? What do you mean, your flock? Congregation? My regulars. My people here. Do you want to hear this or not? Shoot. 
I've been looking all over for these people. I can't find them. Where do you think they'd be? Well, some of them are street people. They're probably out on the street somewhere, but I got undergrounders here. People who live underground. I know that people who live underground, so what? So that's the people that are missing. Look, in my, in my cellar, I got a hole broken through the wall. That hooks up with an old sewer system down there. It's a regular labyrinth of tunnels and caves. That's where these people live. Ten, twelve of my regulars. They come up here for soup every day. Those are the people that disappeared. All of them? Yeah, all of them. But it's just my underground people. You understand that? Since when? Since it's been almost two weeks now. You haven't seen any of them for two weeks? No. One guy. Val. So that's AJ, and that's Daniel Stern's character. And we just realized that that Daniel Stern has been on the podcast before when it was Little Monsters. <laughs> so this is also the time, like, I believe this is either around the time or before the time of the Wonder Years, right? Yeah. So I somewhere around the is. same time. It's 84. Weird that he, so he must have done it shortly after. I always forget when the Wonder Years started yeah. because he's the voiceover for the whole series. Yeah. So it's weird to see him here. And it's weird to see him so goddamn young. Too. Yeah. So his beard, long, crazy hair. Huge Same. Jufro too. Yes. That he's got going on. Yes. <laughs> Fuck. But you can tell that there's something that has happened to them before. Yeah. Like there's a reason why there's a connection because he calls him a lieutenant. Yeah. And he's like, no, captain. Oh, you're, you're a captain kid. now. So either he's been, busted. AJ's been busted for something or there was some type of earlier familial yeah. relationship between them. Yeah. Like, I feel like there was maybe something missing. Maybe they used to be brothers in a different part of the script. Oh, you know, I think they were saying he busted him for a drug charge in okay. one of the clips earlier. Okay, so there was something else. Yeah, maybe he really understood were... who he was before he got there. There you go. Probably when he phoned in with their... Exactly. And I'm trying to remember correctly. Okay, that makes total sense. Yeah. So he had busted him before, yeah. but now all of a sudden he's helping the homeless yeah. and he's kind of changed around his life because yeah. he created the soup chick- kitchen. I almost yeah. said fucking yeah. soup chicken. <laughs> soup <laughs> the chicken! There's another hashtag. <laughs> soup chicken. Jesus fucking Christ. But anyway, so he created the soup kitchen so that it could help the underground people. People there and Val is one of the people that he wanted to talk to, right. uh, and because Val himself is one of the few people that's still around yeah. from the underground, and he's crazy, and, and yeah, <laughs> and you know what though, um, me and my lady were talking because I don't remember this when I was younger, but why the fuck is he so dirty? It's like he just rolled around in fucking dirt, <laughs> slapped on some fucking mud, and I'm like, are you fucking serious? Why? They're, they're, I understand why the homeless and the subterranean people are fucking dirty, but why does it just look like filth? It's like, is it New York that bad? And second of all, why is he a fucking reverend? Is it because he owns a soup kitchen? I don't see no collar. And if he was a priest, he'd be in a fucking outfit, right? Serving the food. But yet, it's like, I don't understand what's going on with his whole character. So, I get, I, I don't get the dirt. Yeah. And the thing is, in this movie, sweat and dirt are like a common theme of yes! what everybody looks like. Because even when John Hurd, when he takes the bag lady down, and we'll get to that in a bit, yeah. but when he takes him, her down there, it seems like he's been down there for a little bit, yeah. and he's fucking covered in dirt and sweat. <laughs> it and it's it like, okay, sense. the moment that you go underground or you deal with a homeless, yeah. it slowly like kicks on yeah. you. It's fucking disease, right? Homeless disease starts spreading yes. over your body. And what about her brother? 
Oh, I know. At least! It's crazy, but with the Reverend, I think that's just a term of endearment from the homeless that are there. Because he's being, he's being helpful to them and they're seeing him like a fatherly type of creature without calling him father. You know, they're kind of seeing him in that regard. Because when you think of like, Homeless and soup shelters. Yeah, you think of religious uh, yeah, attachment. Yeah, church to it. setting. But the thing is, the whole place isn't clean. Pots don't look no. clean. Tables don't look clean. It's fucking dark. It looks like an abandoned warehouse. But yet, like I, I just don't get it. In my eyes, I'm like, no, you're not a. Re- you look like a fucking. Um, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Sounds some fucking kind of criminal serving LSD in this food, keeping these homeless homeless. <laughs> what is this? Some type of spawn plot or something? Exactly. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get to know Val before we truly talk about this scene, because this is one of the crazier characters, like mini characters that we have in the film. So Val, why don't you tell us what's been going on down below? Now you watch your step, Bosh. Remember, you don't belong here. Gog. And Magog. Yeah, well, uh... Val, I understand you used to live underground. What made you change your mind? On each side of the throne, there are four living creatures filled with eyes in front and behind. Creatures? Talking about your friends? They still down there? I know your work. You go by the name of being alive, and you are dead. Now listen, pal. Dead! They have the power to shut the sky. They have the power to shut the sky. Where the hell do you get a knife like that? All the undergrounders are looking for weapons now, man. Guns and knives. I told you to be careful. Okay, so when he stabs the damn knife into the table, it just looks like he's fucking jerking off the knife the entire fucking time. Like, he just can't handle it anymore, and he's got to just fucking let it release. Yeah. And, and just the, the whole set of dialogue makes no fucking sense. You know, and in this part right here, okay, he's crazy, so I understand he's going to say crazy shit. And it's just like, it's way the fuck out there. I'm like, alright, is it just religious? Nothing ties in. He doesn't describe the creatures. And he doesn't fucking get anything across. But I'm fucking crazy. Leave me alone. And then talking about that fucking knife. What is it? A fucking spatula? And, and look, look. I got a knife. I got plenty of knives. And the kind of knives I have are sturdy, thick, and they don't wobble. When he spiked it down, jerking off that knife, I'm like, all right, wait, what the fuck? Like, like, look. And then, then the captain be like, where'd he get a knife like that? From the drawer! From the fucking sewer! He's homeless! If I was homeless, I'd have a weapon! You'd have a box cutter or some shit like that. You get it from those streets, right? Yeah! Like something out there, you go through somebody's trash, they decided that they're gonna throw something away, you pickpocket. Fuck! You break into some place, go into a fucking Walmart, you probably fucking put the knife down your pants and go outside. And, and he's surprised when he hears that all these people, all the homeless want knives. Now, he does make kind of a mention to the creatures, because he talks about the things with four eyes yeah. in the front and the back. 
So it's kind of like, oh, you're fucking insane. What the fuck are yeah, you talking about? Exactly. But he does say a little something of what might be going. And he's the only fucking survivor that he knows or the only yeah. underground person that's actually coming up. Because the chuds wouldn't even fuck with him. <laughs> that's right. Because Val's fucking insane. Say, say, and he got a wobbly knife. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, makes you wonder if he actually decides to use that knife, what the fuck is going to happen? <laughs> exactly. It's just he's going to hit. It's truly going to be a prop knife. It's going to bend the other fucking way. Let me butter that bread. <laughs> <laughs> now you got me thinking, taking actually taking the knife and buttering it because it fucking works right, right? Exactly. It's fucking, yeah. It moves so much that it spreads it evenly. Even I know what I'm doing. The skies will open. Give me my jelly butter. <laughs> so from here we go. We see George, and he's gone to the precinct because he decided to follow up on the bag lady. Because I don't know if he feels like in tune with him. If he feels like you know he's used them because he got the pictures and stuff like that. But she's the person that he thought, or I don't know, even know how he has her. Like she has his, his number, number, exactly. Right? Like she's able to call him. It's yeah. a one call, and again. For a lot of people, they say that that shit's, you know, it's, it's the movie thing. You don't get a fucking phone call. If they you ask for a lawyer, they have to stop, get you a lawyer, and then that's it. There's no one fucking... That's a movie thing. So, she got her one fucking call, phone call, and she called <laughs> him. And he came down, and he picks her up. And, you know, she was caught trying to steal a gun from one of the, the guys. Because somebody, her, her person down the sewers... Yeah wanted the gun for protection yeah. which understandable so she says basically she asked him hey you got a gun and he's like no she's like well you got bandages <laughs> i'm like that's yeah, equivalent right fucking way <laughs> and, and, and me, look all right there are so many ways to get a gun period I, you know hey look i've had a checkered pass i can walk outside make a couple of phone calls and get one period but but to steal one from a cop, that bitch had balls. Look, that means, like, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm imagining her creeping up behind a cop like that. Yeah, you can't fucking hear me or see me. And then she tries to, like, reach over, touch the holster, and cops have guns that have clips that hold them in. So she'd have to be like, click. You can't feel me or hear me, and then grab it, and then take off running fast. No, well, the, the no. problem was she probably brought all her fucking bags with her. She's a bag lady, <laughs> yeah. right? So she has this bag full of bags, <laughs> yeah. and she's trying to do it, and it's fucking crazy. But you know what? In this world, where a bitch can't hear a fucking manhole cover, I'm surprised the cop fucking <laughs> even caught you know her. What I'm saying? <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Fuck! So. She, he says, yes, I've got bandages. Then we find out that on the outside of the precinct that he's going to be tailed by one of the other cops. And that's where we see Murphy again. And Murphy's like, what are you doing? And the other cop, uh, don't worry about it. And he realizes that there's something with George. And so that's the second time that we really see Murphy. Again, not really super important, but we know that he's doing something something's up right there with him and then so george and the bag lady they go underneath into the subway and under underground to where they are now what kills me with this too is this cop is trailing them right and then they get to the part where they're gonna go by the subway system underground the cop's like nope this is as far as i fucking go even when he got up to the subway he was like smelling it like 
Yeah, I lost him. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, um, yeah, look, fuck he's this. about to get fucking homeless dirt all yeah. over him by going exactly. in there. And my clones are fucking clean. Yeah. I'm like, I got a nice date. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to smell fuck like it. shit. <laughs> Fuck this. Yes, uh, yeah. I lost them. I'm, I'm totally... Lost. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Like, you're told to trail this guy. It's not that bad to yeah. climb down yeah. over there. You're not going to hurt yourself. <laughs> at Don't all. fucking do it. It's your job. And he was like... You know what? I'll get paid enough for this. Fuck this. Yeah, I don't need fucking homeless germs on me. So he, she goes and takes him down there, and then there's that one scene where, like, he runs in with his flashlight, yeah. and all the homeless, like, scatter, scatter yeah. like they're fucking don't rats run, underground. Wait, wait, don't worry about it. Like, what's everybody's up with? Well, there's shit going on down here, yeah. and that's when we find out when we actually run into the guy, and he asks her, "Hey, did you get the gun?" God, what the hell happened to him? Did you get it? Did you get the gun? No. I got some bandages. I don't need no bandages. I need a gun. What do you want a gun for, Victor? Shoot. Shoot them. Shoot who? Ugly fuckers. What ugly fuckers? Any ugly fucker that comes around here. What's he talking about? He's sick. Can't you see he's wounded? All right, Vicky. You remember me, George Cooper? I don't know if you remember, but I think we got to get this cleaned up. Maybe put a new bandage on them. Maybe get you to the hospital. Hugo, don't you hurt him. Don't hurt him. He's going to help us. Okay, so that's where we meet her brother, who is Hugo. Yeah. Okay, so now we know the fucking name of the guy. That doesn't really matter. But, like, he's going to help. Like, and he's going to fucking hit him in the head with a hatchet? Yeah. Like, what the hell, man? Like, you don't realize that that's not the way to go? Like, and and when he opens up the wound, you see down to the fucking bone. (laughs) Hey, and when she, it was like... (laughs) <laughs> oh, are you gonna need more than these bandages? Exactly. God damn. Like how much? Like you got a big fucking hole missing in your leg. How are you still fucking alive at this hey, point? And um, all right, you gotta imagine it's all on his knee. Okay, that it's not his thigh. It's not his calf. No, it looks not right in the knee. Knee. Okay, so. That tells me somehow either a Chet was on the floor or that monster was like, oh, that knee looks delicious. Hum! And then I was like, it made no sense. Cause like he, he just got a flesh that literally, that if you touch your knee, it's flesh, bone, nothing else. So when the Chet bit him, wouldn't he not have a little bottom leg? Well, yeah, and that's what I don't get. Like, how is it not, like, decayed to, like, the point that it's falling off? Like, it didn't bite through the bone. Yeah. It knew where to fucking stop. Yeah. So either where, like, maybe he just got so fucking high. Like, one night he decided that I'm going to go on the bender fucking, fuck it, I'm homeless, I'm living underground, I found me some, some like, Mad Dog 4040, uh, and this guy, he brought me some fucking acid, we're just going to do it. And That's he it. thought, man... When the chud came, he's like fucking passed out on the ground. It just started gnawing his leg, and he was just like, "Man, I'm fucking tripping." And then, then all of a sudden, he realized, "Oh shit, that really hurts." You know, it, it's so. And the thing is, is that like, while not all of the effects in this movie are that great, 
the makeup for that and like oh, body parts oh, in this oh, film gruesome. is fantastic. It, is it super looks good. good. Yeah. From 1984, that's fucking amazing. That is I, I give this movie props for hey, that shit. Yeah, no, no, no. Hey, the just because even when I look, I was like, ooh, exactly. Fuck. And and you don't think about it like you think about a you know movie nowadays yeah. or not even really now. It was like in the 2000s yeah. when we had gore. Like some of that shit was super gruesome. Yeah. But you could watch the old stuff back in the 80s and be like, oh yeah, ha, ha, yeah. yeah. And look yeah, at that. I'm blood, like, you know, cool. like uh, like even they would hold it and then it would shoot out blood. You know what I'm saying? Like you wouldn't get that kind of detail. Especially no. for '84, I was like, like I was like, ah, that's gonna sting in the morning. Exactly. So he kind of reels back in horror, not knowing exactly what's going on. So from here, we go back over to Bosch, and he's kind of like they're learning more information. And one of the things that we learn about is that the person in the beginning of the film that gets killed right away happens to be his wife. And there's a little bit of an exposition that goes on yeah. that I didn't capture for this. I just felt like it was more important to move the story along. Yeah. But when I was looking at it, I was like, and he was talking about him, like, I bet you that was his wife. And yep. then he goes, that was my wife. And I was like, fucking yeah. A, you know, you realize yeah, these true. things. Uh, and so from here, he decides to take the pictures of the bag lady and the people. Yeah. And he goes over and talks to AJ. And that's where he tries to get more information. And we learn a little bit more about what the EPA has been doing in New York City. Yes. Lady's name is Mrs. Monroe. She doesn't live down here. Her brother lives down here. Hey, wait, this is him. That's him. Victor. That's his buddy, Hugo. They're undergrounders. God. George Cooper. I don't know him, but I've seen him around. Okay. Does that help you any? Maybe. All right. Your turn. You tell me something. What? About the EPA probe. What about it? You tell me. It's a routine inspection of the subways and sewers. It happens every year. How'd you know about it? I always know when that probe's going on. My customers start getting jumpy. Those clowns, they go down there in their spacesuits. They scare everybody out of there. It's usually over in a week, right? So? So this year it's been going on for four weeks. It's still going on. Didn't you know that? Okay, first, I thought they were his family. Yeah. I thought this was a, you know, Fast and the Furious situation, and they're all his family. Yeah. But now they're his customers. Hey, drug dealer, I (laughs) called it. There you go. No wonder why he's still worried about the (laughs) lieutenant or captain, I'm sorry, coming over here and fucking looking, investigating with his things. He's like, oh, well, you know, my customers that drink my LSD soup, (laughs) that's how it fucking happened. Chicken LSD soup. (laughs) He went up there, so Victor went up there and got some of the soup, and that's yeah. how he got so fuck, fucking whacked out that the chud fucking ate his leg. <laughs> like, this stuff is so good. Why is it so bright? Why is my leg hurting? Hurt. Damn. So, he basically... He wants to know a little bit more. He, he He's trying to connect the dots, because there's a reason why this lady... Uh, is trying to steal the gun, and then you find out that there's some connection between still nothing really with George, even yeah. though he's like George Cooper. Does that name ring a bell? No, he's like, no, no, no. fuck no. that guy. Yeah, fuck, yeah, fuck, fuck the guy. He has nothing to do with yeah. me and really the rest of this fucking story. Yeah. So let's let's figure. So it, it's just like 
we're gonna let's learn a little more of what's going on because AJ decides to take Bosch underground where they discover a couple of more things that have been going on. The week after everybody disappeared, I called up the Environmental Protection Agency. I asked them what was going on. What'd they say? They said nothing's going on. They said the probe was over for three weeks and no one had been down there since. Why would they lie about it? You don't have a clue, do you, Sherlock? Uh, This ain't no disco. There's all sorts of shit down there. Hey, let me show you some of the stuff I found. Check this out. Huh? You like? Okay. Look at this. NRC. You know what this is? This thing detects accumulated radiation. They wear these things in nuclear power plants. How do you know that? I used to be a nuclear physicist. I saw it on TV. (laughs) All right. Let's go. So anyway, this stuff made me very curious. I called up the Nuclear Regulatory Commission, tell them I wanted to return some of their stolen property that I'd found. The guy on the phone got very nervous. Started, you know, passing me on to people, passed me on to two other droids. Nobody wanted to come up with any explanations to me, but they sure were insistent on knowing who I was, who I talked to, where I'd been. Yeah, I get the point. Yeah, good. Here, hold this. You going down there? Uh, yep. What the hell's this food about? Uh, I left that for the shy ones. It's a scary world up there. Looks like they lost their appetite. So how the fuck did he get a TV? Yeah, exactly. Like, I could see on TV. Like, look, bro, you in a basement in a fucking an abandoned warehouse. I'm pretty sure you don't got one. Even look around his little abandoned, like, his soup kitchen. <laughs> There's nothing there. How did you learn? I used to be a nuclear physicist. Okay, the yeah. funny joke. Like, yeah. that that's made me chuckle, yeah. too, at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> and, but it's like... He, you have all this, he found all this stuff, yeah. basically rounded it all together. Yep. Oh, this discovers nuclear, like, yeah. you know, radiation signals and shit like that. Why are you going to hang on to it? Yeah. Like, what is it going to do for I'm you? I'm sorry, I'd have pawned it. If I was yeah. in his situation, look, I need some money. This shit's got to be worth something. But at the same time, it's like, all right. He, you don't have Google. You don't have any way to research any of this shit. But all of a sudden, when's the last time you see somebody actually show something? Like, even when you look at, like, look, alright, um, like if you look today, a fucking radiation detector looks nothing like that. No. It looks like, like that little fucking, you know, karaoke machine when you as a kid with a little red mic. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? But just bigger. I'm like, are you fucking serious? No, no. I mean, you didn't watch the old Mr. Rogers episodes of nuclear radiation yeah. detection? Be prepared, you know? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. This is a Geiger counter, kids. Yeah. Won't you text my radiation? <laughs> <laughs> oh, or shit. Sesame Street. They had that one episode. Oh, yeah, no, no, uh, no. You know, be prepared. The bombs are coming. No, no, no. <laughs> so they go ahead and turn on the Geiger counter, yeah. and it goes off the yeah. rails. It like Straight goes from zero nothing. Uh, zero to nothing it goes from zero to like one hundred. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! Uh, and <laughs> see, this is what's nice about having somebody on with you. Uh, you can stay su- say stupid shit, uh, but it, it basically goes off the Richter scales. And then we go over to one of the most useless scenes 
in the fucking movie. See, George has come back from his time with the bag lady, and that's when Lauren, she wants to talk with him. Now, I'm going to let them talk first, and then we're going to talk about how ridiculously and utterly stupid that this is even a part of the fucking movie. Hi. Can we talk now? I, uh... George, sit down. I gotta develop some photographs and get them over to Derek's. I gotta. I'm pregnant. Well, on second thought, maybe Derek can wait a while. Dr. Bremner called this afternoon. It's official. I'm pregnant. You're gonna have a baby? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the side effects of being pregnant. There are alternatives. Dr. Bremner wanted to know if I was interested in, um, the alternative. What'd you say? I might let him know. Are you, uh, are you interested in a, an alternative? I don't know. I'm sitting here trying to think if it's fair to bring a child into the world who's going to have a zombie father who won't talk to anybody. You mean? <laughs> yeah. Lauren, do you, do you want to have a kid? I don't know. Think about everything you know that I never thought about doing. Gone. Not necessarily. Do you want me to have a kid? I'll support whatever decision you make, but I think that it's got to be your decision. I don't believe it. You're not going to tell me if you want me to have a kid. It's not fair. It is. I mean, it's your body. It's your career. All that stuff. And our baby. If I said that I wanted to have it, would you want to have it? <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, I've said it time and time again, and I will say it again for this fucking podcast. Why the fuck is this in this movie? (laughs) Makes no sense. You you hear a little clip from beginning when the doctor's like, Lauren, we need to talk to you. Oh, okay, there's something going on. Like, it'd be one thing if this had any relevance to anything else that goes on in this movie. Yes. And there's even something, there's, you know, we'll we talked about there. a sequel, and we'll get to it, about something that happens later on, but it has no relevance to that either. At all! Like, why? Why? You're creating something, like, are you creating a sense of dread? Because you know later on, she's probably going to get attacked by a fucking chud. And yep. spoiler alert, yep. she does. She does. <laughs> you know, if you've never seen this movie, we're fucking, Too fucking bad. Why are you listening you to this, this far if you haven't seen this movie yet? But <laughs> 84, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. It, it's crazy that you have to have this fucking, like, it's not even a subplot. It's just a fucking, like, note. On the whole fucking movie, <laughs> here you are. And then he's just like, oh, you're pregnant? That means that you're going to have a baby? No, it means no. i got to take a big shit. shit. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, oh. And, and then, okay. You know, the way this guy is acting towards her. All right. Let me tell you something right now. It totally changes his character because, first of all, he's all, fuck you, fuck your shit. I don't want to do anything for you. I don't want to what's called. I'm going to tell you what to do. And all of a sudden, now it's your choice. Fuck! But even in 84, men still called the shots. I'm not trying to be so nicious or whatever the fuck the word is. But... Back then, it was whatever he said, and she gave it to him, but yet all of a sudden, he's a sensitive bitch, and like, well, you know, it is your body. All of a sudden, look, you're naked taking this fucking picture, and I don't like it. Oh, my God, are you fucking serious? Why? 
Why is it? No, you stay the same person through the whole movie. Just don't change up all of a sudden. Are you fucking serious? And and what is he going to say? Like, if he doesn't, he didn't want to have the fucking kid, what is she going to say? It's obvious that he's kind of like, yeah, I want to have the fucking kid. But he's not like saying, yeah, how about we have the fucking kid? No, hey, here's some stairs. Let's, <laughs> let's fucking just, hey. oh, wait, make sure you that first step, it's not quite right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you, you may hey. fall down. May fall down. I, for a second, I was all, let me just pull this wire. Yeah. Here, yeah, I'll, let's you know, go. I'll take care of Exactly. This. He's not going to go into the back and be like, okay, um, you know, they may have said no wire no. hangers before, but I'm kind of for him right you now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> let me heat it up. <laughs> so this, this whole thing goes on and the, we get this little segue and then we go back to Bosch and Bosch this is where he starts becoming the character that I fucking love because everything up to this point he's been like I'm going by the books this yep. is what I'm gonna have to do but once now that he's seen shit yep. and he knows shit he fucking starts to take action and that's balls by first calling a meeting Sanderson, get me Chief O'Brien. Just get him. Jackson, post men on all the street corners within a 10-block radius of Lafayette and Spring. At least two men per corner. All of them? All of them. Pull men off other precincts if you have to. Then cover the subways. At least four men per station. And put out an APB on Flora Bosch. You're white? Sir, I've got O'Brien. O'Brien? You call the commissioner's office and tell him we're coming there at 12 o'clock sharp. Oh, and uh, tell him to have someone from the Nuclear Regulatory Commission with him. Are you crazy, Bosch? I can't tell him that. You tell him. And tell him if he's not there, he can pick up the afternoon papers and read all about his involvement in the NRC cover-up. Now, one thing I totally skipped over and I totally forgot yeah. was right before this happens, we get the scene with the grandpa and the kid. Yeah. And that... That's actually kind of what spurs the whole thing. It's not just everything that he's seen. Because you have the grandpa, after we come down, he's shuffling along the street. Oh, I better call your uncle and and find out where everything is. Yep. And I was like, oh, shit, they're not going to fucking kill a little girl, no. are they? Like, yeah. I was expecting her to get, like, see the thing, get yeah. too close. Oh, little monster, I yeah. want to see what you are. <laughs> and fucking thing grabs her, drags her to the bottom. This isn't fucking Stephen King. Yeah. This is fucking, you know, 1984 horror. So he gets fucking, like, slaughtered. You yeah. get to see the face of the chud. I think it's the first time you actually get to see the teeth and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. Up it looks close. Good. Looks good. Looks Far away, awesome. I gotta tell you though, that is not a good look. <laughs> at all. At all. I was like, alright, it looks good, but goddamn, it's bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I like the teeth, yeah. I like the, the eyes. Yeah. It all, like, it looks pretty good. Yeah. I'm still very surprised for this movie. And poor grandpa gets killed, and then <clears throat> when they get back to the, the, uh, cops, or the police station, I should say, uh, that's where the little girl, she's saying, oh, he seen, she saw a monster, yeah. and that's what, drives him into yeah. action because he's like you know what there's yeah. something going on and people are disappearing and now somebody witnessed a little girl yeah. witnessed her grandpa getting killed basically getting eaten alive yeah. by a chud yep. <laughs> you know and so he calls everybody into action and he finally gets them all together and he brings AJ he brings the guy from the nuclear regulatory con- uh, whatever there it is NRC uh, his boss and then somebody from the city yeah, the mayor and the mayor and that's where they discuss what they found below May I present Mr. Wilson of the Nuclear Regulatory Commission, Chief O'Brien, Captain Bosch, and, uh, 
A.J. Mr. A.J. All right, Captain. I guess this is your meeting. It had better be good. Well, as you all know, I've recently been ordered to ignore what amounts to a, an alarming number of disappearances in my precinct. We're all here right now because I can't do that anymore. For one thing, I have reason to believe that a number of these people have been murdered. And I, and I believe that these murders are somehow connected to the probe that's going on underneath the streets of this city at this very moment. Nonsense, Bosch. Look, we're as concerned about those disappearances as you are, but there's no evidence of murder. And as to any connection with the underground, <laughs> preposterous. It's hot down there, Commissioner. Don't tell me the NRC doesn't know about that. Mr. Wilson, is this why I was invited to this meeting? Who is this man? I went to this man's soup kitchen last night because he reported 12 people missing. Now, he took me down where these people used to live, underground. And that's where we found this Geiger counter. Granted, that doesn't necessarily implicate you, sir. But let me tell you what happened. We turned it on. It was still working. And it began to surge. We were standing still. But this thing went as high as it could go. It, it lit up like a goddamn Christmas tree. And then it eased right back down to normal. Like something hot was moving down there. Nonsense, Bosch. Quite often there's a uh, surge when you turn those things on. It's a typical equipment malfunction. It doesn't mean a thing. What about all the stuff we found down there? I can't be held responsible for uh, everything that washes up. Okay, so Wilson is actually a pretty good bad guy. Like, yeah. I think that yeah. then this is where we first see him, yeah. right? First come in. And, and he's, yeah, he's got that attitude of, oh, whatever, you know, you guys are fucking full of shit yeah. and yeah, blowing uh, them off. Oh, this happens all the time. Yeah. Oh, the, it, you know, sometimes they malfunction when they turn on. Yeah. They get all thing. And then I guess it's super hot down there. So that makes sense for all the sweat, but it still doesn't make <laughs> sense for the amount of fucking dirt. Unless yeah. now it's nuclear hom homeless dirt <laughs> that's fucking going on yeah. down there. Well, you know, it's it, all right. Um, all right, let's talk. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the scene. What ended up happening is they broke into uh, what's his name's house, and yep. that's a knife. All right, slides it in, <laughs> takes a picture. I, I, I like how he does that too. Yeah. They're, they're just like, oh man, he's not here. I don't yeah. know how to fucking get yeah. in. Oh well, <laughs> okay. And in two fucking Second seconds, yeah. he's done. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's like the, the best yeah. fucking the like, deadbolt. Work? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who doesn't have a deadbolt in yeah, fucking Manhattan? Exactly. Oh my god, a few deadbolts. <laughs> That's something I had a problem with there too. But all right, as a going into this meeting, why does he put a clean white shirt on over his dirty fucking shirt and he is still dirty? Wouldn't you at least clean your face? You know, to a couple of seconds, water, wash off. I'm about to see the mayor, the chief of police. I need to be presentable. So here's a white button up over my dirty ass. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Fuck! But but even Bosch seems like he's a little disheveled because his hair is a little bit still. Out of life, but he still looks presentable. Yeah, he's wearing like, a sh oh yeah. He looks like he's a captain that's been fucking hard at work. Yep. He's been working all night yeah. and he's been doing this thing. Not that he's the soup kitchen guy that doesn't bother to even just fucking wash his ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm too busy cooking up LSD chicken soup. <laughs> Fuck. 
fucking hell. Yeah. So they think that they've got them cornered. Yeah. That they think yeah. that, that, oh, you can't prove anything. Yeah. We got nothing going on. Yada, yada, yada. But then it turns out because they broke into Cooper's apartment, they actually have something else that they can yes. present to them. Anything else? Yeah, as a matter of fact. A young girl saw something. She said it was a monster. Dragged her grandfather down to the sewers. Do you have anything else? That's what I thought. Yeah. Wasting my time here. You guys wouldn't know the truth if it came up and bit you. Take my picture somewhere else. Pictures? Yeah. I took a camera down there. I took some pictures. But you guys wouldn't be interested. You want to see him? Do you? Well, I'll show you one. This is a picture of a man that saw a monster. Here's a picture of a bite taken out of his leg. Does that look like anything you've ever seen before? Here's a close-up of it. Maybe you have some glib explanation for that. Now, do you want to talk about this, or should I go discuss this with the newspaper? So he has the pictures yeah. that Cooper took. Yeah. And Cooper managed to take pictures of the guy's leg with a fucking hole yeah. in it. And, and develop them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But he had time to do that even when learning that his wife was fucking pregnant. Exactly. Because he was going to develop those films and then take them over to Dennis. Yeah. If you remember Dennis from earlier yeah. on. And Dennis is a constant fucking bitch <laughs> calling everything. Pictures. <laughs> exactly. I got shit to do. You owe me fucking pictures. That's our fucking contract, and he still hasn't given him shit. Yep. <laughs> and uh, I want to talk about the boot he had. <laughs> All right? All right, that boot literally reminded me of the new Nike fucking lace up by themselves. Oh yeah, I was like, God damn, they had it back then. Like, and that was the EPA like boot, boot. for yeah. like their suits. Yeah, the dead bodies. That look. All right. So far, the Chuds has just been biting people and leaving it, but all of a sudden, there's a clean boot with nothing on. Let me just unlace well, it's it and got, leave it. It's got homeless dirt. Homeless dirt. Yes, it does. <laughs> it's a homeless dirt. You would think if, look, to remove a foot from a boot that big, it's either the foot's still in it, but not gently taken off or ripped off. Yeah, it's like perfectly fine. It's yeah. just a little bit dirty. You probably like brush it up nice. You can take a nice little cloth and yeah. like buff it and That's shit like it. that. Then you it's have like a nice fuck. like fucking walking boot yeah. or some shit like that. <laughs> but it, it didn't get ripped at all. And it, I'm just imagining the chud. I like feet. <laughs> you know, literally just let me take it off first and let me enjoy. Oh, it's like him getting like a happy meal or some <laughs> yeah, shit like oh, that. Man. Oh, this one came with a boot. That's it. It's got five toes. <laughs> I'm just like biting it, like nom, 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 nom. so. This is where we start getting kind of. Well, there's one last little scene that they go on because. Obviously, AJ is getting pissed because they don't want to do anything about At it. All. And they keep denying it, even though they've got all the evidence in front of them. And he just kind of takes a little bit of action, but takes his shit and leaves. Yeah. If you go no further than this room, about three weeks ago, the Environmental Protection Agency encountered slightly elevated radiation levels in the Lafayette Street area. Well, where's this radioactivity coming from? Do you remember that story that leaked out about us wanting to uh, transport radioactive materials through Manhattan? Sure, there was a big stink about it in the press. Didn't somebody get a court order restraining you from doing it? That's right. The case is still under appeal. In the meantime, we can't move the stuff. 
You see, it's already here. The order is preventing us from uh, moving it out. So it's pretty obvious that Wilson here is lying through his fucking teeth. Like, he's just kind of looking, oh, remember they wouldn't let us transport the nuclear waste through the city? So we've got stuff here and we just, wait, so you're basically showing your hand at this point, right? Because you're saying there's nuclear waste here in the city and we can't get it out because the government won't let us get it out. What kind of bullshit is that? To be honest with you, like, if it's here in the city, you think they want to do everything they possibly can to make sure that nobody knows that this waste is actually in the city and that they get it out as quickly and easily as possible. So once we've kind of established this, we go back over to the park and we see that George and Lauren are hanging out there, enjoying and talking about moving out of the city. <laughs> Again, more shit that doesn't necessarily need to be yeah. in the film. No, 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 it doesn't at all. And you know what? Um, Wilson, in this fucking scene, is just like so fucking like smooth in how he fucking just like totally scams them over, yeah, this is what this is. And in the back of his head, you can know he's holding back. And then even when, it's just like, just I like the slickness of his character. It's fucking beautiful. I love perfectly portrayed villains. And it's one of the better ones that I've seen in a film, especially in all the films I've watched recently for this fucking podcast. Yes. In a while. It's always refreshing to have a villain that isn't but he does degrade a little no, bit no, towards no, the but, end but it's because he's he's getting cornered he's like Fuck. exactly and it, it works within the character no no super itself. works within the character so while george and lauren are hanging out in the park that's where they get approached by the uh the reporter murphy yes. from earlier and this is again one of the other scenes where he lets him know that when he went down the sewers he was followed yes suddenly just chucks it all Drops out of sight. Resurfaces six months later with a an award-winning pictorial essay on derelicts who hang out in the sewers. So, look, everybody wants to be rich and famous, but given the choice, most people prefer to be rich. I mean, it's really rare to find someone who prefers fame. I don't know what you're talking about. Sure you do. I prefer fame myself. <laughs> Just hasn't come my way yet. That is not why I did it. Oh, he wasn't, of course not. He wasn't out to win any awards. Just wanted to do something relevant. Oh, relevant! Yeah. Oh, that's a bad word. It went off the OK word list years ago. Look, what is this all about? What the hell do you want to do with me? An interview or something? I want a story. A story about what? About the sewer people. Oh, I see. I did a story about some people who happen to live in the sewer. I'm not a reporter. I don't want to have anything to do with the press. Goodbye. Forget the press. What about the people down in the sewer? Come on now. You figure it out. You may not know, but there's NRC men crawling all over this goddamn city. I mean, something's gone wrong, and it's so bad, nobody wants to talk about it. The cops are going nuts trying to figure out why a bag lady wants a handgun. They even start following you. So, basically, they went, you know, he's giving them a little bit of warning that, hey, you know, the cops are probably trailing you for some reason because you have some connection to this. Because why the hell has he even said it? And honestly, the first time I had to do double take because I thought it said, why does a bad, bad, blah, a bag lady want a hand job? (laughs) I was like, wait. Yes. She's doing um, (laughs) them. 
<laughs> that's maybe that's how she decided she was going to get the cop's gun. Is that she was going to be like, "All right, let's go skiing," <laughs> and then no, let me when, give you the reach around while I grab the gun. <laughs> grab the gun. <laughs> Don't look at me, little puppet. <laughs> so from here we go back into the room where the meeting is, and we kind of this is where AJ kind of loses his shit yeah. and then runs off, and then after that happens, something hilarious does happen. Yes. But let's hear and see how everything ties in from what Wilson's been talking about to the stuff that they found down in the sewers. How does this tie in with the people that are missing? Well, now I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to him. There's no cause to be insolent here. Eat it! What about the disappearances? I'm aware of some alleged disappearances. The little girl said that she saw a monster. Was she right? I don't know. I think she was. I'm not prepared to uh, concede the existence of any monster. The fact that these people are disappearing at the same time that your guys go down, you're telling me that that is just some sort of bizarre coincidence? We don't have to listen to the lunatic ravings of this paranoid hippie. I just want to know what is going on here. Why? So you can get your name in the papers? So I can help. We don't want your help. Why not? I don't believe this. I, I, I don't believe you. What are you trying to hide? You saw it. You saw the monster. Is that what you're going to tell the paper? What, that you're afraid of monsters? That's just what I'm going to tell them if you don't fill me in. Well, go ahead. Go scream your fool head off. This has been really fun, boys. You, at least get, you kept your mouth shut. And you, sir, are a liar. I'll see you all on the front page. You've got no evidence. You're blind, buddy! Have a nice day. <laughs> so Wilson really does kind of freak out after he leaves the yeah, room. He does. And then he mm-hmm. makes a phone call. We, he, and what you don't see here, cause you're listening to this yes. damn thing, is that AJ picks up the binder or the briefcase and throws it across the room and then documents kind of Everything leak everywhere. Slides out, yeah. And that's actually where we find out the meaning of the word chud. <laughs> oh, we think. You know that? You've really done it now. Chud? What? C-H-U-D. Here, let me see. Now, give me that. Where do you think you are? High school? That's a classified government file. Now, what does it stand for? That's not important. I'm through playing games. Either you tell me what CHUD stands for, or I'm going to the newspapers. I'll uh, have to get clearance. You got a call I'm for. Wilson here. What? Really? Okay, you know what to do. Two gas company guys just found it. A cannibalistic humanoid underground dweller. A chud, all right? It's dead. (laughs) So that's what we're led to believe right now. Yes. What chud stands for. Very convenient. Yeah, spoiler alert, it doesn't necessarily mean that. (laughs) Then we go outside. So with here, again, Wilson, he's still trying to play the game, right? He's still trying to do the whole thing of, hey, no... I don't know anything that's going on. You can't, you know, prove anything. And then he has to break it down for the authority in the room. Exactly. Right? Like, all of a sudden, you need clearance. Now you don't, bitch. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He gets the phone. He's like, yeah, you guys, I need to get clearance. And then magically a phone call fucking happens. Exactly. And it's not even from a superior or nothing. It's just like, oh, we found one. I'm sorry, but if they found one... 
keep it to your fucking self, and then dispose of it if that's the case. Yeah, if all it is is that you're trying to... But maybe he's also trying to quell and be like, look... Look, we found the chud, and now it's dead. We're going to prove it to you, and then we're done. We don't have to do anything more, and you just go back to what you want, (laughs) and maybe some people died, but who gives a shit? They're homeless. We don't care, right? (laughs) Exactly. They're just underground people. Yeah. Uh, And so, but then we go outside, (laughs) and probably one of the funniest scenes in the movie. Oh, my God. We see that uh, AJ, he's trying to make a phone call because he's going to call the press or do whatever and try to leak everything out, (sighs) but yet somebody has been following him. And And I'm going to leave this up to you. All right, all right. Now, check this the fuck out. All right. They don't have cell phones. Remember that, okay? This is back in the day. This is New York. It's 1984, all right? And he's about to what we do is called dropping a dime, all right? And if you don't know what the term fucking means, it's mean making a phone call. Alright, and so as he's gonna drop this dime and snitch and try to blow all this stuff up for what he thinks is evidence, and if you think about it, and for those who watch Law and Order crime shows, it's all circumstantial, period, because all of a sudden I'm a fucking lawyer, right? But, <laughs> but, he's being followed by this fucking tuck shirt, sunglass, typical slick back hair fucking cop. Which I'm assuming he is. He could be just some other fucking jackass that's for hire. But he puts a diamond. The guy hangs up the phone, sticks his fucking finger in to the payphone to retrieve the dime. Puts it in his fucking mouth and swallows it. All right. First of all, it's New York. Second of all, it's a payphone. Third of all, you are about to get sick as fuck because how many people use these motherfuckers spit on them piss on them shit on them fucking do disgusting things to them and yet your thought is i'm gonna be tough you can't make this phone call yeah that was i was like is this supposed to be fucking intimidating that he's doing that just punch him in the fucking stomach and run and be done with it be like okay but you're right there's probably some homeless guy watching from this like the alleyway back there (laughs) sees him doing he's laughing his fucking so dude last night i pissed off that fucking thing i jizzed into the fucking cup fuck (laughs) fuck people are sick out there they, I've seen payphones get violated. Oh my god. I'm just like, I'm sorry. It just baffled me so fucking much. I'm like, are you fucking serious? It's just a, look, he could have threw the dime. He could have fucking tossed it. He could have put it in his pocket. Yet, he had to swallow that dime. But also, too, think about it. That dime's got to come out. Yep, exactly. It's going to go through everything that he's got. Could get stuck at the end. Right hey, hey, your asshole's round, the diamond's round. Guess who's having to go to the doctors? They're going to have to fish that thing out. With that. Hey, there you go. That's the other wire hanger you're being used for. Well, you know, he's just got to go to his apartment because he knows where he's at. That's Heard right. you got a wire hanger. <laughs> Heard you made it nice and hot. You want to stick that up my ass and get a dime out? You know, I'm not too worried about sanitizing well, if you I think about it, it though, then now he's got change left. So when he needs to make the phone call next time, he can just be like the other people around there, go take a shit, and hopefully that gets his going. That's it. Now <laughs> I can drop that dime. 
<laughs> First, I'm going to drop a deuce, then I can <laughs> drop a dime. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we we cut it back over, and we see that they're basically, uh, you know, Bosch wants to kind of do it his way. Yeah. He wants to go, and he wants to make sure those things are eradicated yeah. down there. But he's going to follow Wilson to go see where it's yeah. at, and Wilson goes and grabs him and basically takes him to wherever the chud yeah. is and shows him the dead chud yep. body. And so when they finish everything up, they come out and he basically, Bosch says that, you know, I want to do it this way. But Wilson, he has other thoughts. He wants to do it, well, Wilson's way. Manly. You realize this is just preliminary? Yes, yes, of course. It was the gas leak, all right. Death by asphyxiation. Good. Thank you. Okay, that's it. I'm going ahead with the cleanup. Oh, well, wait, wait a minute. How do you know there aren't more of those things down there? Of course there aren't any more. It was a freak accident. It couldn't happen again. I'm sending my men back to work. All right, you do that. But I'm sending a team armed with flamethrowers right down there with them. I'm sorry, I can't let you do that. You what? I can't afford the publicity. If you do that, every paper in town will be onto it. Well, I can fix it so they won't. You won't do it at all. Look, if I have to make it an order, I'll make it an order. I don't take orders from you. Sorry, Bosch. Wilson's in charge. Look, Bosch, I understand how you feel, but like it or not, we're going to do this my way. So they take him down into this room, basically sending people in there for cleanup, right? Mm -hmm. He's going to go down, he's going to remove any traces of the EPA, and he's got his guys with cameras and everything, so they're going to watch on those really tiny like old school crt like monitors like like, this is ridiculous like those have been used in everything like you know from aliens to robocop to all these old like sci-fi type of things but to like see them again i'm just like like how do they get like the technology so good that they're able to just take their cameras and this isn't like some small little handy cam that you have it's a fucking huge television fucking producing one so you've got this guy that's carrying this giant fucking camera on a show and i remember (laughs) my dad we went on vacation when i was young went to houston and my dad borrowed my aunt's camera so that he could record (laughs) the whole thing and it was basically one of those huge fucking things (laughs) and he was so enamored with it he was my aunt had an office down in houston and he's walking he's like looking at the office and everything he's walking forward and on the video you can see it because he goes right into a fucking glass window (laughs) because he couldn't tell where the fuck he was going but like those huge things like they have that and the technology to send everything back it's like crazy ever so they're sitting at the monitor and they're watching everything and i think we get the most savage fucking line of the whole movie and this cemented like Bosch yep. being one of my favorite characters of the film. <laughs> Parker, this is Bosch. You read me? Loud and clear. Roger. Hang on. We're ready. You're making a big mistake. Beg your pardon? You had your laugh. Now get those men out of there. I'm busy, Wilson. Benson. Yes, sir. Get those cops out of there. What are you kidding? Your man has a camera. Mine is a flamethrower. Okay, Parker, move them out. Straight up. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. You guys, yeah, what are they going to do? Ooh, they can videotape themselves getting, like, flamed, flamed to death. Exactly. <laughs> and he's right there to collect the evidence. Exactly. Oh, my God. And you know what? <laughs> 
Flamethrowers are badass. Period. But the one thing, like I said, I understand it's a movie. I understand, and I'm a person that likes, you know, like better detail. But those flamethrower packs, they weren't flamethrower packs. No, well, even the little like cone at the end of it yeah. doesn't really even look like yeah, a flamethrower thing at all. You know, like I said, I you know with the the stuff that they have, I can understand. You know, they can only make it so much. But flamethrowers, if you don't know it, are fueled with diesel. It's because it sticks to everything, it's highly, highly combustible, and it fucking burns hot. And they're huge, giant, like, scuba tanks that would be hooked to your back. That's what I would have loved to seen more in this. Those guys just like, yep, you know what I'm saying? Because they had these little square things on their back. I'm like, ah. Oh, oh, come on, that's yeah. not going to do shit. Exactly. If, if anything, it's going to be kerosene or something like that yeah. in the back. Because you think about it, the same stuff like you said. Yeah. That's in napalm sometimes yeah. tends to be also included no, in the mixture yeah. of the flamethrowers. Yeah. So that way, like you said, it yeah. sticks. It sticks. So that way you actually kill whatever yes. you're fucking pointing it at. Exactly. You're not just like, ooh, I'm going to set you on yeah. fire or they're going to roll. No, yeah. they want you to be covered <laughs> in this shit. Incinerate you, you know? Because you, you even like, uh, what was it? Uh, the newer Wolfenstein games, that yeah. was one of the things that they did right, where like, there was a mode where you could just spray the liquid, yeah. and then you turn on uh, the flame, flame. afterwards, because yep. that's the way the guns work. Yep. I think Battlefield 1 did it too, yeah. where you, you had that, so yep. you want to just spray them down with fucking gasoline yep. or diesel or whatever yep. you are, and then you fucking light that shit up after you're oh. done. Oh, like, and if I'm totally wrong about the games, fuck it, I remember yeah. seeing it in but something. That's way, hey, but that's it, the way it yeah. was, and that's the way a lot of yeah. the flamethrowers can work, so yeah. that you can be out there and fucking douse them with everything. Yes! But Man. no, it, it, I, that was one of my big notes. I'm like, those don't look like, like fucking flame regular flamethrowers. Yeah. They look fucking weird. Exactly. And unfortunately, they start to hear things down in the sewer. Ooh. Oh, and guess what? There are more chuds yeah. there was available just down there. One. <laughs> yep. There's no. There's not just one. It's like fucking uh, Pringles. Once you stop, you <laughs> what you pop, you can't stop with the fucking chuds here. That's it. <laughs> so they basically he the chuds wipe out the police and the the NSC or NRC people yeah. that are down there. Uh, and then that gets back to the mayor and he's watching the video and he believes that now you gotta go with what Bosch has to say. Exactly. Not to go along with Bosch now, Wilson. The people have to be warned. No. Oh, come on, Wilson. How many of those things do you think there are? We'll stop them. How? With gas. Gas? Gas is too dangerous. Look, my men are doing an autopsy right now. They'll come up with a dozen ways to kill those things. Yeah, meantime, we just sit around on our thumbs, right? Come on, Bosh, you've got men out all over the city. Who's going to get hurt? We also find a little more from uh, Cooper. He gets back to the apartment. And then what I don't realize or didn't like either is that his apartment is perfectly locked. Yeah! Like, how did they lock the door again? They busted it open with a knife. Yep. And yet he gets there. Oh, I'm just going to unlock the door and walk right into my house. Oh, everything's fine until he realizes that the photos have been stolen from him. And it's crazy, too, because, like, he walks into his studio. Uh, did you take my photos? I'm sorry. She was with you the whole fucking time. Yeah. I'm assuming you left your house, went to the park, came back. 
Bitch, where are my photos? <laughs> exactly. You know? Well, I mean, and when did he have time to develop the photos? Yeah. Too? Because he came back, he argued with her for a little bit, found out that she was pregnant, yeah. then they fucked, and then Dennis called. So sometime in between there, he basically said, wait, before we get down to the dirty, yeah. I need to develop this exactly. shit first. Exactly. Then he uh-huh. develops that shit, and... Now they're fucking gone, but yep. like you said, she's been with him the entire time. The whole a, fucking time! Bitch, where's my photos? My bitch, where are my photos? <laughs> did you did you somehow get in here faster than me? That's like, it. fucking. Pull them out of your cooch right now. Yeah. I well, know you stuffed them. She's got a, like a portal gun or some shit like that. She's just gonna <laughs> oh, fucking. Yeah. Oh, she I'll be right back. Fuck with your photos. <laughs> oh, shit. I swear to God. I was like. The, like this is another scene too. It didn't need to be there. It didn't. Well, if uh, you still in photos from him, it was basically to prove a point. Yeah. So his character really has been up to this point is that he knows the underground people as yeah. well. He's taken the photos of the underground people that helps to identify who exactly they yeah. are and where they can get. And then he's taken photos for proof. Like, you don't need the rest of his storyline to even be there. No. He can be a minor character, yeah. but he's like the lead yeah, name like on the film. on him the whole time for no fucking he, And reason. it makes no sense. At all. For what it is. So he actually teams back up, and when he finds that his photos are missing, he calls up the reporter, yeah. basically thinking that the reporter then broke yep. into his house meet and me stole her. Yeah, meet me with my photos, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go in I'm there. I'm gonna ruin so. your career. <laughs> so from over here, we go back to Bosch, and Bosch he goes over to AJ, and basically he's gonna warn him of what's going on. When we see AJ again, though, he looks like he's gotten the shit beat out of him. He does. Like he's he's dirtier than normal. Way. And he actually does try to wash himself yeah. off to over the <laughs> sink. <laughs> like he just puts his head underneath the goddamn water, yeah. Yeah. and then that's it. He's like, "What's what's going on with you?" Oh. Uh, well, nothing. Don't no, worry about it. it. You know? So, I didn't make enough LSD soup. <laughs> that's right. I couldn't stop the people from following me. <laughs> so, Bosch, he decides to give AJ a warning and let him know what they're going to be doing in yeah. the sewers. Cannibalistic humanoid underground dweller. you got to be fucking kidding. God. What are we going to do, Bosch? I don't know. Wilson's toying with the idea of flooding the sewers with gas. What? God, that guy is a madman. He is a madman. Gas could drive those things up here. Great, great. What I'm saying is, uh, this isn't the safest place to be. I heard you the first time. You want to lift somewhere? <laughs> no, I got to cook dinner. Keep your eye on that flame. So basically, he's kind of giving the warning that the moment that you see the flame go out, that means that it's time to get the fuck out of there. Exactly. Because the gas is going to be start being diverted into the other areas. And of course, as we watch him cooking his LSD soup, uh, he, the flame goes out and he decides to go downstairs and see what's going on. And there's actually a jump scare that got me here. And that's Val coming back. All of a sudden, he just pops out well, of the fucking wall. Like, oh shit. Oh shit, it's fucking crazy-ass Val. Val. 
<laughs> say, he's going to stab me and then butter my bread. <laughs> That's right. It's going to use your brains as butter. <laughs> and so he tells Val, look, you got to get out of here because they're going to do shit with the gas. And then Val starts to climb out of the sewer. And all of a sudden, he falls down dead. <laughs> yeah. And oh, we shit. were both talking about it. And we could not figure out how exactly Val died. Now, exactly. we know that because AJ gets locked in the sewer by the guy that was following that's probably because he finally passed that dime and realized <laughs> that he's got like FC or some shit now. And so like either he slammed the lid down on Val's head, like or he shot him yep. or he cracked his neck or whatever yeah, he did whatever. to him. But he locks AJ down there yeah. and Val is just dead. Dead. Yeah. And it's a good dead too, because he can look at him, he's like, he's holding it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Acting scene. But it, what if he had an aneurysm? I just thought about that. He's all, oh, and then died before oh, he, he just, hit the floor. It wasn't anything else. He the, just managed to have, the, like, brain aneurysm. Right there. Like, finally the god in the sky or whatever. <laughs> this guy is crazy. Yeah, Too fucking bad. <laughs> We're just going to, so it's a deus ex machina type thing. He's just fucking dead. Okay, that's it. Don't worry about it. So... AJ decides to go further into sewer, and we see that Cooper and Murphy, they've met up over in the park. And so he's trying to explain. He's like, no, I want to go down into the sewers. Just take me into the sewers so I can get the information because people have to know about whatever is down there because some shit is going on, even though he knows nothing about the chuds. Nothing. Nothing. So so George leads him through the sewers. Yeah. Both of them don't know anything. So he's leading him to the encampment where the... You know, where the bag lady and her man yeah. and Hugo are. Yeah. And when All they the hear gas. Those, Yeah, and the gas is also going to be, be put into this area. Uh, so we see them and they start hearing noises and that's when Murphy pulls out a gun because he's like, I always come prepared. prepared. Exactly. And I'm like, and it's like a pea shooter. It's like a little 22. <laughs> I'm like, your hand's bigger than that gun. Yeah. What's it going to do? Oh, it's, it's basically going to do nothing because he ends up getting grabbed by one of the chuds yeah. and gets killed. We get again, get a shot of the mouth and the face. Yeah. And what I like too is you get the old school leg pull. I got you. No, nope. you don't. <laughs> At least as it isn't one of those, like, he's trying to grab around the corner and then gets pulled off <laughs> yeah, into the distance yeah. or some shit like oh, that. Oh, shit. He throws the gun. What's his name? Grabs it, too. Like, oh, shit. And then he goes in. Like, I think, nah, he went in a different direction. I was all thinking, he did. did he go? Well, he yeah. went, like, back the way that yeah. he came, right? Yeah. But he just tried, he busted ass out of there. Basically, he's like, oh, I can't hold on to you. Fuck you. Yeah. You're dead. Ow. I'm out of here. I'm gonna have a baby. <laughs> That's right. My wife is pregnant. I gotta be a good dad. All of a sudden. So Murphy has died and he's been almost completely useless in this thing, other than to be fucking thing. fodder. And then we go, we see uh, a scene outside where the cops are called because they found some body parts at the end of the sewer. Yeah. Right? That goes into the river. Yeah. And Bosch goes down there to inspect what the body parts are and what does he see down there? His wife fucking head. Yeah, and man, that's just brutal to see, but it was greatly done. Oh, yeah. The the, the body parts, they yeah. look really great. Yeah, really you, you see them really, it looks really good yeah. here. And really, it's he gives a better acting performance than Brad Pitt in Seven when he sees Paltrow's <laughs> head no. in there. No! What's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what um, I will mention? Is the Cheds aren't Mexican. No. Because they would have ate the head. 
They would have ate the tongue. Oh, they would have ate the brains. The they eyes. Eaten. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, this isn't Chupacabra. This is Chuck. <laughs> so... We then cut over. We see that Bosch is sitting down in a restaurant. And he's really lamenting his wife. He's talking about how she just wanted to go to school. She just finished up. She's going to be a teacher. Yeah. And here, now, she just wanted to walk the dog. And he was kind of against it. But yeah. she did it anyway. And then she yeah, got yeah. eaten up by the chub. Yeah. yeah. And I like the street sweeper moment. Because, like, you didn't understand, like... um who that person was in the beginning. Yeah. But you just see the dog, the woman, and then her shoe left. But then the street sweeper takes the evidence of the shoe. Exactly. You know? Takes so, away at the beginning yeah, of the film. Yeah. Also, that made a little more sense. We, we see that Lauren, she, he, she went downstairs before this happened as well, before he went out there. And she went and actually opened up the sewer because she was hearing the noises again. Mm-hmm. And she found the dead dog. Yeah. And that's also what led them to that area. Yeah. Because there was the dead dog there, and of course, there was other bodies yeah. down the stream. Also, too, um, you know, when she heard the noise, she left the grate. Like, she had to use a crowbar to open it. Oh, and then okay? she just left it unlocked. Yeah, left it unlocked. Like, that's why you're gonna get it. Yeah, that's why the chud's gonna come for you. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I can smell her. This, this is an inner circle situation. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> dumb bitch, dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what you gonna do? <laughs> what you gonna do when Chud comes for you? <laughs> so, from here we go, um, we go back out into the streets, and this is where we get the cameo, and it's not, at this point, it's not a cameo. It's a cameo to us. Yeah. Because we know who this actor is. Yeah. But this has to be one of his first unknown roles and like i didn't even remember him being in this movie okay is is it let me take a guess is it the kid no it's not the kid it's the two cops that go into the diner oh yes yes now i remember so so before you say who it is oh shit look at him i'm gonna play the clip and then this is the only reason why i have this clip in here yeah it's just so you can hear the voice and you can make your own guess of who it's going to be so let's listen to a sleazeball (laughs) cop hit on a waitress before he gets of course killed by chuds what'll it be boys we had cheeseburger and coke same here coming up Nice legs. Subtle. <laughs> I heard that. Yeah? I bet you heard it before, too. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> That's right. Do you recognize that voice? Yeah. He was in a previous episode of the podcast called Fallen. <laughs> That's John fucking Goodman. Yes. In a minor fucking role. Super minor. The One only scene. reason he's here is to basically... Hit on the waitress, hit on the waitress again, yeah. asking her, oh, where'd you learn how to cook? Yeah. Basically, I don't know if that's like a, you cook well or you cook shitty. Yeah. I don't know which one that, I was leaning towards shitty. Yeah, towards shit. <laughs> and, um, look, John Goodman, you could even tell in that scene, was gonna be a great actor. Because oh, yeah. the way he portrayed the cop, the way that he moved, the way, look, Sexual harassment wasn't a thing then, and goddamn, he could sexually harass. 
And then you had the drunks on the street, yeah. right? And the two are like there. One's like passed out. And then the other one sees the chud yeah. coming. He's like, fuck and this. He, just fucking, he doesn't even bother to wake up his friend. He doesn't warn nobody. He's like, later. He's like, oh, what the fuck? This mad dog is really fucking getting to me. You know what I'm saying? I think I had too much soup. Or maybe this one was night train this time. <laughs> Got that Thunderbird. <laughs> So, he gets the fuck out, and then the chuds attack the restaurant. Yeah. Now, before this as well, because Lauren, she left the, the grate down yeah. open, one of the chuds has, has invaded her apartment. Yes. And she's in the bathroom taking a shower, right? Yep. And when, she, all of a sudden, like, the water, it starts, like, filling up, because yeah. stuff, and she reaches down to, like, pull stuff up, like, she's pulling yeah. hair or with, something With the wire there. hanger! That's okay? right. Okay? It tied in. She knew what she was doing. She knows how to get a clog out of it. So, basically, she aborts the, uh, fucking bath <laughs> Literally! And Literally. then blood just fucking spews out. Hit her right in the in mouth. The mouth. <laughs> yes! And, okay! She's on the top floor. Yeah. All right. Top floor. She's on the top floor. All right. There's so many apartments under her. Why is blood shooting out of the drain? Look, I can understand. Bottom floor. Chuds are doing something. They're going to reach out of the fucking <laughs> exactly. tiny fucking one inch, two inch fucking hole and pull her down. No. Top fucking floor. And all of a sudden, her fucking fucking tub is pissing out blood. Exactly, and it's getting everywhere, all over, everything like that. You go back over the diner, and then everybody's basically been wiped out yes. in the diner. Yes, eaten. E- yeah, basically, eaten all up by the other chuds There's that There's so up. much blood everywhere, too. We also go back again over there, and we see that the chuds are slowly invading her apartment, but we see Lauren, and Lauren has cleaned up extremely well <laughs> yeah, for so having that much blood. Hair. Every like all of a sudden the blood went down. I took another shower. It's cool. This always yeah, happens this in happens. New York. <laughs> yeah, when it's old New York. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they didn't say she was living in Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we have Her there house like was possessed, <laughs> and then we see that one of the chuds. He's like pounding on one of the doors. Right? And then we see the kid from earlier in the movie. Yeah. He's like playing with his toys and he sees the chud and it looks like he's trying to, now he doesn't see the chud, but the door going back and forth. But it looks like he's trying to open the door yeah. or something like that, yeah. that. But he's getting his toy. He gets his one toy and then he gets away. Yeah. And then he comes back again for his other toy and the chud is still pushing <laughs> on the door. Like, yeah. chud, why are you taking so fucking long, chud, yeah. to get through? You know, and it's just hilarious to me, too, because it's like, they really lead, ooh, this kid's about to get gotten. Yeah. And then they take it away. And then they take it away, the kid gets away, and then the chud busts through yep. the goddamn door. Yep. Mike, you took, how long do you have to take to fucking do this? You could have bust through that door really quick yeah, and got that the kid. Scene next, you know, it's going to come up, but I'm like, what the fuck? And it's that just... kid, he needs to learn to put his fucking toys away, too. Yeah. Why are you leaving him out in the hallway where people can fucking <laughs> slip on him? Yeah. That's why the chud should have fucking got <laughs> him. Your mom was fucking calling you the first time. Hurry up and come upstairs, goddammit. That's right. Make sure you take your toys, too. Don't leave that second toy and then go oh, down there. My God. So the chuds have been attacking, and we see that everything is is basically chaos over yep. the city. Uh, Lauren has also called the cops because she wants to. she's hearing things out yeah. there, and she needs to have some help. Yeah. And she basically, like, when the chuds start to attack, she barricades herself inside the <laughs> yeah. room. I like how she ripped the fucking, like, oh, shit. 
Oh god, that was so fucking stupid. <laughs> like she's there and she dials nine one one twice. Yeah. She goes nine one one and then she does it again. You can see her physically yeah, doing it yeah. twice. And then she tries to move in and she's like, Oh, I don't know like the strength of me just taking the phone from the wall yeah. to fucking rip it from the wall. Like nobody's in there to yeah. cut it. The chud didn't reach yeah. in and like fucking do anything. <laughs> yeah. She did it to her fucking self. Yeah, exactly. Dumb bitch. And so we go back over and we see that Wilson and them are at the scene yeah. of uh, the whatever happened at the diner where poor John Goodman got killed. We're assuming that he's dead yeah. from everything, from exactly. the chuds attacking yeah. in there. And he's explaining what they need to do to the area and the fact that he gives a little Easter egg of what's going to happen at the end of the movie. Right in this area. I want you to either take the north, yours the south, yours the east, yours the west. I want every manhole sealed off in a ten-block radius, right? Now, forget about the water mains. Concentrate on the gas mains and the sewer mains. Uh, forget about subway grading. Now, remember, those trucks are rigged to explode on impact from below, so watch the potholes. So that's the little thing you've got to remember of yeah. something that might happen. Because it seems Yeah, it seems ridiculous. Like, okay, whatever yeah. it is. So we go back down in the sewer, and we see that George, he's come upon where... The bag lady and Hugo and Victor have been, yep. and unfortunately, they've all become chuds. Yep. And this is where you kind of realize that it's kind of like a zombie type thing. Yeah. The chuds bite you, or you get infected by the chuds, and you become a chud. Yeah. You know, and it's just hilarious too because he looked good too. You could see like the eyes and the mouth, the teeth—they were like slowly turning. So I don't know how long it takes to turn into a chud, yeah. but it looked good. And he was trying to get him, but um, the part—I think he pulled the blanket. Off of Hugo uh-huh. and was eaten. Yeah, he sees the first yep. half of him. Yep. He turns the corner and he sees yeah. Hugo dead. And then when he turns the corner, he sees one half of him here yeah. and the other half yep. of him on the other that side. That looked good. And it looks good. Yeah. Again, the makeup in this movie for the gore is yeah, really well. good for exactly. the year that this came out. Exactly. And I like to mention he was still dirty. Yep. <laughs> but you know what? The insides were dirty. Yeah, Everything yeah. was nice and clean. <laughs> you know, didn't have to worry about <laughs> cleaning up the, the guts. Well, now it's all over your nice, yeah, dirty floor, floor too. Yeah, so, and to the, 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 you know, the, the decor of the, of their little tunnel there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Maybe we hang a nice little intestines over here <laughs> yeah, and here's man. a little spleen. Exactly. You know, it's just flavor and vibrance to that. Well, you, you know, chuds <laughs> like to live in luxury, so. You know, exactly. So, Excess. <laughs> we see Victor attack jo- George here and then, uh, George has to put him down and that's when the bag lady then attacks him. Yeah. And she's still like able to kind of talk. Yeah. Because she's like, you killed my, my brother. brother. And you is like, killed him. and he has to dispose of her too, yeah. and then he runs away. Yeah, uh, and he also runs into AJ at yeah. that point as well, well trying to get no, away. No, 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 AJ saved him. I think oh, he that's knocked right. that bitch out. Was like, clink. That's right. You're correct. He basically she was he was struggling with yeah. her. Yeah, right after she had that homeless power. <laughs> She, homeless Chud power. <laughs> she fucking got her like little things up. Chud powers activate. <laughs> fucking <laughs> powered up. Form of bag lady. <laughs> <laughs> so you're right. AJ does save him. He knocks her the fuck out, yeah. and then he tells him that need, they need to find a way out yeah. of the sewer. And George knows a way, so he starts to lead him out of there. Yeah. We get back up to the surface, and we see that Bosch 
has now that he's learned what's gone on, he knows that his wife has been killed, yeah. and he finds out about what's going on, yeah. and he's pissed off, so he confronts Wilson and wonders, is this enough? Yeah. Is enough? Is this enough for you? We can't wait any longer. We have to start pumping gas. What about the subways? What about the power lines? If we stop the subways, we'll kill every power line under the city. Yeah. Why not? I mean, you, you killed everybody here. All these people are dead because of you, Wilson. My wife is dead because of you, you son of a bitch! Boss, easy. This is your responsibility, Wilson! Someone's gonna stop you, it's gonna have to be me! You go back to the car, Captain. You understand me? You go back to that car and you wait for further orders, Captain. So he's locked into a car, basically, and he has to wait along because he's listening to what the mayor has to say, or his boss has to say. The chief and the mayor and everybody, you know what I'm saying? He's the underling still, period. And so... We see now that the Chud has begun to, like, make his attack on Lauren in the the apartment. Yeah. We see that, that they only have a hot plate, too. Yeah. That was another thing that I yeah. made sure I noticed. The whole apartment, all they've got is a little mini fridge and a fucking <laughs> hot, hot plate, plate to make yeah. all their food. Let me just put everything up in front. There's no way they're getting it. Yeah, and, and she does that, like... Pretty, pretty well, yeah. actually. For a, preg- for a pregnant, pregnant lady? Yeah. I mean, she's not very pregnant. Yeah, she's, she's not, not really showing yet. Yeah. But still, to be able to move everything, she's like, I ain't fucking around. I'm yeah. locking the door, yeah. then I'm putting the fridge in oh, the hot plate. Oh, she's seen what was coming then, up. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm putting the fucking bed in front of that, and there's no way that anybody can get fucking in yeah. here. And then she, the cops themselves that oh, she called, God. they show up. Yeah, they did. And so they start coming upstairs, and then she's looking like, shit, I have to warn them. Oh, fuck, I put all this shit in the yeah. door. Hey, hey, all right. <laughs> I love how they did the cop scene with the chud. All right? That reminds me of, like, some old school, old school Scooby-Doo fucking off-screen stuff, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about, like, the cops are walking up, like, all right, and then they see the door, and then I, I want to believe it was from behind, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, off screen, you see a hand come out and yoink. Yep, just <laughs> we should have just had that little sign like yoink <laughs> because that's just how he played it. I'm like, it, it almost be like old school wrestling when the wrestling grabs them yeah. and puts them together yeah. and bashes yeah. them, yeah. knocks like, them out. Oh shit! But so the the cops get it. We see that AJ and George are running down the sewer. They they actually can't yeah. get out the way that they need to get out. Uh, and so they decide to run in another direction to try to get to the next manhole. That one has been blocked and has been covered by one of the trucks. Yeah. And like they said, they rigged to explode. So if the chud tries to lift it up, it'll set off the yeah. truck. And they can't get out that yeah. way. But they don't know it. But yeah. they also don't have the power Is that, to lift it up. Manholes are heavy. They, well, they're heavy as hell. Yeah. And so they run down. They eventually get to the spot where all the cops and the other EPA people, they yeah. all got killed. Yeah. And they find a camera that the camera is still active. Yeah. Uh, they start to do the video, but there's no, no audio, audio along yeah, with it. Yeah, they couldn't figure it out. But I like how the guy was like, all right, the camera system's still set up. All right. So they basically left his headquarters with this jackass here, and he's like sleeping on the job. And he's like, who the fuck sits straight up? With their eyes open, closed like that, like like he was literally like straight the fucking like he's sitting properly sleeping, yeah, you know, like yawning, not looking at the screen, not paying attention, and then because you can see like he closes his eyes, they're on the screen, and then they're trying to figure out the camera, and he, he points down, then he looks at the screen, okay, yeah, there's nothing <laughs> yeah. going on over there, exactly, like he's just fucking 
it's a lazy motherfucker to be doing yeah. that shit too, right? Shouldn't he be constantly looking at it and yeah. like making sure that everything's okay? Exactly. You're trying to make sure no chuds go in the area. Yes. And why is the camera still working and that whole center still yeah. working up too? If everybody got killed down there and you don't think nothing's working. Yeah. Pack up headquarters. Yeah. Take it somewhere else. Take it somewhere else and get the fuck out of yeah. there. But no, he's still there. So they look around the room looking for the headset yeah. and they do find it. <laughs> and it's on the head of one of the guys that yeah. got killed. And he has to take it off. You gotta remember, it's the helmet that flips up, and then they kind of like, he's like, ew. Yeah, he takes off the, so they finally are able to actually get a message out, and then they're able to contact Bosch through finding the headset. But I should also say, before this even happens, and I can't believe that we totally skipped over this, and that's probably my bad. (laughs) It's all uh, good. Is the fact that they, when they're running in the sewers and they're trying to find their way out before they get to the headset and everything like that, they actually find out exactly what Chud means. Wait, 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 what is this? There's more of that radioactive shit. Look. Like, weird. Contamination hazard to urban disposal? This shit's contaminated. This shit is toxic waste. Wilson. This is Wilson's poison dump. I don't believe it. Look at all this shit. They must have been dumping this stuff down here for years, right underneath the city. Gotta be Wilson. But what the hell's the NRC gotta do with all this? That's right. Chud doesn't stand for cannibalistic humanoid underground dweller, but contaminated urban or contaminated housing, whatever the fuck. Hazardous Uh, waste. Yeah. Basically, they're sending hazardous waste into fucking New York City and they're storing it underground. They've been doing it for years. And uh, like the real criminal mastermind way is trying to hide it from everybody before he blows it. Because you gotta imagine how much money this fucking Wilson made. Yeah, and, and basically he's been covering up everything for the yeah. fucking government. So, so the Chuds aren't just from underground? That's right. They've been created by the government, yeah. basically, is what we're finding out. And so when they do get a hold of the headset, they're able to talk to Bosch, yeah. and AJ kind of explains what exactly Chud means. But Yes, but before we get into that, imagine, all right, the homeless people... On LSD chicken soup, eating toxic waste, becoming chuds. Mind blown. <laughs> Mind blown. I, so it all starts from chicken soup? Yes. <laughs> so so the, if we have to have anything after this that you guys have learned is the fact that soup kitchens are not a good idea for the homeless <laughs> because they're going to turn them into chuds. Yes. <laughs> all right. So let's hear what Bosch has to say to AJ when they finally get to talk. This is Bosch. Do you read me? Yeah, Bosch. Where are you? I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm at that place where your guys got killed. All right. See the side tunnel? Yeah. About 100 yards down that tunnel to the right, there's a ladder to a manhole. Be there. I'll, I'll open it. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. Listen, I got to tell you something, man. It can wait. No, it can't wait. It's about Wilson. So AJ does explain everything to Bosch, and before Bosch makes his big confrontation to Wilson... We see that Lauren and the Chud have a meeting to attend to first. <laughs> and so the Chud actually is able to break into the apartment. Yes. And as a reaction, she turns off all the lights. Yeah, like that's gonna <laughs> fucking help. And so 
basically the chud is going around the apartment and she is like trying to find the places that she actually does hide inside the photography studio and is able to actually lock him in there. Yep. When she does lock him in there, we go back over and we see that Bosch. Now he's out there trying to figure out, well, he's going to help AJ and George get out of the sewers. So he needs to find the keys of the van that's covering the manhole he's leaving them to. Oh, yes. Let me have your attention. This is an emergency. Who has the key to the front part of the border of Washington and Vestry? There are people trapped into a manhole. We need to move the truck to get them out. Who has the key? Right here. What the hell do you think you're doing? We've already started the gas. Those things will be looking for a way out. It's too risky. Too risky? Up for who? For you? What are you afraid? People are gonna get windy, your filthy little project, huh? Think they're gonna find out who you really are? Now give me the keys, goddammit. Maybe the press would like to hear about this. Hey, you guys! Hey, all right! So I'm kind of mixing these two scenes together, but this actually helps break things up. But yeah. so back over, we'll talk about Lauren again. She's in the apartment and she's trying to figure out a way to get out away from the chud. Yeah. Right. And th- I think they do a really good job in this scene because what you're expecting to happen is even though she's closed the door and she's trying to figure out how to get out of there now, she doesn't. And the chud itself does not bust through where you think he's going to. He actually busts through the wall and comes out and gets away from whatever she's put in front of the door. Hey, I was just like, okay. (laughs) He just fucking Luke Farino'd this fucking (laughs) wall. Alright? And if you don't know Luke Farino, he was a Hulk from... The original Hulk TV series. Yep. And he did that shit. Oh, like, when he did it, he was like, blur, hands spread out, like, ah, And fucking, I was just like, yes. Yeah, I bet that is something I was like, it, it popped, it's just like, it's just, the two comparisons to him were just beautiful to me. Wouldn't it be hilarious if Lou Frigno actually was in the Chud costume <laughs> and he's yes. the one that did it because that was the only it way they could the do it. The only way. We need this scene perfectly done. So he busts out and he starts going after her and then she goes and grabs a sword off the wall because they just happen to have a sword on yeah, the wall for some sudden, reason. Yeah. And then this made no sense to me. The Chud is ready to attack and he's going to go after her and then what does he do? He extends his neck. Yeah. Like he yeah. makes it longer like his, like, she hey. has a fucking sword, you yeah. dumb piece hey. of shit. Two and two are about to happen. Hey, uh, when that happened, all I could think of was, and I can't remember which one came first, but, uh, Army of Darkness, when the fucking a woman's fucking head extended and it oh, yeah. looked like that serpent. And I was like, oh, somebody stole that. There might be a little fucking fringement there. <laughs> there you go. Well, we probably got the idea here from Chud. Yeah. Because the fucking thing extends his head and then she just swings for the fences. Woo! But not before, though, it does what it seems like is bite her on the leg. Yeah. Now, yeah. this is where we were like okay. saying later yeah. on we were going to talk about yeah. this thing. And... If everything works in this world like yes. a zombie movie yes. fucking works, she should be turning into a, a fucking chud, chud at some yes. point. Yes, because a hey, homeboy got bit and is now a chud. She got bit, now she's going to be a she chud. She should be, but there's nothing on her legs. There's no bite marks. Nope. There's no ripped clothes. No, there's nothing. nothing. But it looks like 
He bit her. Yeah. Now, was this before or after the head came off? It was after the head came off That's when it right. fell, she walked by it. By it. And then the chud reached out the and, last minute yeah, to and, bite her leg. bite her leg. And um, when I was talking to Brian about this, what ended up happening is, after I watched the movie, I saw Bud, or Chud 2, Chud the Bud. And I'm like, all right, did this bitch just get pregnant to a fucking Chud? Yeah. <laughs> And then, if you, you guys know of uh, Chud too, it has nothing to do other than the fact that Bud is a Chud. Yeah. It has nothing to do with this film. Yeah. So there's no pregnant Chuds, nothing no. like that. Nothing. So again, pregnancy, nothing to do with this fucking At movie all. at all. At all, you I could just like, get rid of it. Yeah, but she didn't even like. I, I swear to God, I was like, oh, I'm gonna watch Bud the Chud too. Or, but, you know what I mean? I'm going to fucking watch that motherfucker because I'm like, okay, that's going to be a great lead into the two. Exactly. I watched the fucking trailer for, I'm like, all right, this guy likes to party and this has nothing to do nope. with, you know, I was like, are you he, fucking he's serious? He's turning other people into chuds. Yeah. But he's, it's more of a comedy than yes! this is. That's which how makes, it's totally different. Uh. Totally different than this movie. If you really want to watch it, watch it. But I don't recommend necessarily <laughs> watching it after you watch Chud if oh, yeah. you want something more serious. So exactly. she's able to get out of there and she knows that her man is somewhere near the whole thing yeah. that's going down. And so she takes off and she gets in a, the cop car, yeah. steals the cop car. Yeah. So she should be fucking yeah. arrested Res- for yeah. that shit. And she's hauling ass. Oh, yeah. And she left the lights on yeah. too to make sure that she yeah. got there in time. And meanwhile, back over at the the area where everything's kind of going down, we see that Bosch, he is finally approaching Wilson because when he went to get the car keys from the guy so that he can move the van, Wilson came by and snatched that shit from his hand. And so he gets cornered, and that's when Bosch finally lays into him and lets him know that he knows exactly what he's been doing. Oh, yes. All right, Bosch, what are you going to tell him? Well, for starters, I'll tell him there's more than leaky canisters down there. So what does that mean? You're not from the NRC. Well, you'll, you'll cover for them as long as it's convenient for you, but you don't really care about that. All you want them to do is clean up their mess before anybody finds out what's really going on down there. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah? Well, I know what Chud stands for. Cannibalistic my ass. Contamination hazard urban disposal. You're, you're nothing but the government garbage man. You take industrial waste. You take toxic sludge from every research project. And you dump it right here under the streets of our city. Christ. You can't hide it anymore, Wilson. Now, give me the keys. I'm going to get those men out of there. I can't let you do that. It's over, Wilson. I said I can't let you do that. How are you going to cover up killing a cop, huh? I don't know, but I can't let that story get out. You won't shoot me, Wilson. I will if I have to. Just thinking about the scene, this is, I had a laughing fit about this scene like I did in fucking Wish Upon. Because when Wilson gets socked in the face, the face he makes, it's like a fish coming out of fucking yeah. water. Oh man. Yeah. He just fucking flounders. That's it. He gives me a seizure. It's so fucking ridiculous. But yeah, so okay, here's the big thing. Wilson's more of a cleanup man. Yeah. Right? He takes the, the hazardous waste and then he just dumps it into yeah. urban areas where people aren't going to give a shit yeah, about the exactly. people that are there. So that's why he's focusing on the homeless. Yeah. That's why he's yeah. doing these areas. But you know what? They've created chuds. chuds yes. The other chuds that are out there. <laughs> and so 
he wants to make sure nothing happens with it, that everything's completely covered up, but he, no way, Bosch, and this is why I love him as a character, he, even though shit's happened to him, his wife has been fucking yep. killed by a chud, he still thinks that, hey, this is the way that we gotta do it. We have to kill these things. Yep. One, to get revenge. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah. And, but two, to actually stop these fucking things from, exactly. from going on. So, he goes, he gets the van, and he moves it off the manhole, and AJ and George, they made it to the point. Yeah. And they're being chased by the chuds underground. Yeah. And he moves it just in time for them to lift up and, and get out of there. But Wilson, he's come back from being knocked out yeah. from that really weak punch. And he shoots, uh, Bosch. Yeah. In the and, stomach. In the stomach. And, uh, but the thing too is like, all right. Bosch is struggling to get the manacle over because, like, he's got to get the crowbar. It's just oh, not yeah. easily lifts. So he gets the crowbar, pulls it out. But you got to remember, the chuds are right under him. So obviously, chuds have mastered doors, mastered uh, fucking um, breaking through walls, and yet can't climb a fucking ladder to get them. But they've managed to do it before to go get other people, and yeah. they've managed to lift off manhole covers with e fucking ease. But and they, then put them back. But they can't get yeah, put them back perfectly. Yes. By the way, yeah, like I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just a monster. But click, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I gotta cover my basis. I don't want to be found out. That's it. So like they're stealthy, yeah, right. Like they know how to do that, yeah. but they don't know how to get rid of both AJ and George yeah. really fucking quickly. They almost got me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, they don't grab their legs. They don't do anything. <laughs> and while Bosch is trying to open that manhole cover, is when he gets shot yeah. over there by Wilson. And so Wilson jumps into the truck. And then all of a sudden, Lauren appears from middle of nowhere. Well, she shows up yeah. and she's like, hey, where's my husband? He's over here. Who knows where the man holds it? And he's like, oh, follow that guy. Yeah. And so she follows Wilson. And then everybody gets out of the sewer. And that's where Wilson comes barreling down with the fucking truck trying yeah. to get them. You know, and, uh, and they're like, it's one of those quick moments like, hurry up and get out of the way. And I honestly thought that he were going to drive the uh, the van. Uh-huh. Tire into the fucking manhole itself. You know what I'm saying? To keep it covered. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what I thought. I thought it was going to be a like, clip and then fall in. But that didn't happen. And I thought that he was just going to back it up and yeah. fucking hit them. Like, try yeah. to close it yeah. before they got out. Yeah. But no, he speeds forward and then loops around. Yeah, well, so he tried to run see. him over. Yeah. They jump out of the way. And then all of a sudden, he's in his van like, ur, 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 and, then, ur, and then tries to run him over again. He tries to run him over again. And that's when AJ grabs his gun yep. and manages to, well, he takes two shots and yeah. can't get shit. Yeah. And then in the last one, he closes his yeah. eye and it aims. I'm like, are yeah. you fucking let, kidding let me? Dirty hairy, this motherfucker. Ah, I was like, are you fucking? I was like, dirty? are you kidding me? Like he just was like, oh, exactly. Okay. With a snub nose, thirty eight. Yeah, and so he takes the shot, manages to get Wilson, and then Wilson kills over the van stops, but it hits a pothole yeah. and then blows the, the fuck, fuck up. up. Oh man, Danny Glover would have been proud in that movie because he's the only other person that I know that could sharpshoot with a 38 snub nose. That's right. And so now we we have the Bosch, he's laying on the ground, he's been bleeding. We don't know. We know that the Lauren and George, they've been reunited, everything yep. is happy. And then we get the last scenes of the movie and that's where we found out that Bosch is actually alive and the credits roll. <laughs> I shot. 
And so that was Chud. And honestly, the end of the movie, there's really, other than the resolution with Wilson being the bad guy, they didn't do shit about the Chuds. <laughs> Nothing. There is no resolution for the Chuds. Guess what's going to happen? They're still going to be all over the fucking city. <laughs> they're still going to be fucking killing people and doing whatever. They're going to come out in the middle of the night and they're going to grab people. But, oh, happy ending. We <laughs> killed Wilson. You know, happy ending for... Four people That's only. right. <laughs> what about all the other fucking people, the 12 people that got killed yeah, exactly. by the fucking chats? All the and all missing the all of a sudden. It's so fucking ridiculous. There is no resolution to this At fucking movie. All. At all. And then you, you got Bud the Chud. Yeah. That's not even fucking and really it related. And continues from there. It's it, so it, that's stupid. just fucking insane to me, man. I was like, yep. Yeah. All is well and dead now, huh? No. <laughs> so, in, in all honesty, when it comes to this film, it's... When you focus on Wilson, the bad guy, and AJ and Bosch being the heroes of the film yeah. in their own way, yes, I'd like that. Yeah. I just don't think John Hurd's character needs to even be in nah, this. That whole line with Lauren, she's only there to say she's pregnant, that she's ass and tits, and that she gets attacked by a chud. Yeah. And has a, a samurai sword. Yeah, manages to cut off one of their heads. It... it you could take that out, and yeah. you don't need it anymore. AJ could have did that. <laughs> a- AJ, they could have done it in the sewers. He could have been attacked. He could have found some people that he knew from, you know, the yeah. whole thing. He could have been the reason why they're trying to connect with the people underground. You could meld AJ and George together and just have fucking AJ. Exactly. And their, their story could have been so differently. Yeah, and, and it would have been, I think it would have been fine still. It still would have been entertaining because those parts of the movie are entertaining yes. and good parts. But exactly. everything with John Hurd and his woman, useless, totally not totally needed in the yeah. film. Nah. So, overall, uh, and you're, we're gonna get your ratings as well yeah. as mine. So, what do you give the gore of this film out of five? Um, out of five, I'm gonna say I give it a, like a solid three. I give it a solid three as well because the makeup for the body parts yeah, and like that leg yeah. looked really good. Yeah. Even when the head got cut off, yeah. but there's nothing really gory. No. Everything kind of happens off screen. Yeah. It's more with the makeup yeah. and, and those types of things. Yeah. Uh, the crap factor of the movie out of five, what do you give it? <laughs> I give it a four. <laughs> I give it, I'm in the same wheelhouse. Yeah. I'm at a four because the acting is actually quite good, to yeah, be honest with is. you. It's the and story. The, it's the story that takes a shit. Yeah. And it's some of the chud. When you see a chud as a walking dude, it's not very good. But <laughs> when you see all. the chud up close and you see yeah. the hands. Head like, and hands. Yeah, when you see it rising up from the sewers, I think that looks really good. Yeah. And it looks realistic enough. Yeah. Even for a film from the 80s, it doesn't look like a costume. But then when you look at him walking around, yeah. it looks like a retarded bat without fucking wings just it walking around. It can't chase me, I'll outrun it. Yeah, exactly. It, it just doesn't look that great. And yeah. so it is a, a four, and there are a couple, even Daniel Stern, who I... You know, he's a decent actor. Yeah, great this actor. is not his best role in terms of acting wise. Well, but you can tell he's now. young. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's very starting, but he's still entertaining to yeah. watch. It's Christopher funny. Cummings, I think, is great in this. Mm. The guy that plays Wilson, I don't remember the actor's name, yeah. but I think he does a pretty yeah, good job. But the ancillary characters yeah, are kind no, of like, no, 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 yeah. Girlfriend, all of them. I'm like, yeah. That's why it gets know, a four exactly. to five. So the fun factor of the film, what do I'm you think? I'm gonna give it a five. I enjoyed it. You enjoyed it? I give it a three. I think that it has a couple areas where it could be, um, like if you get rid of that storyline yeah. and stuff, and it, it is slow moving. Yeah. That's one of the things about the film. If you haven't seen this film, 
one, why haven't you seen this yeah. film? I do recommend it. Do you recommend? Yeah, I do recommend watching. It? It. It's a must. It's yeah. It's one of those films. I think that you do if you've never seen it and you're you're in tune with eighties monster yeah. horror, you'll like it. If you're outside of that and you're more with the more recent stuff, eh, your mileage may vary. It's kind of up to you. You don't necessarily had to have watched it for this podcast, or I would have said it in the beginning. Yeah. But if you like kind of what you heard, and we were a little jumbled just because, you know, there's two of us, we're yeah. talking, and exactly. it's very fun to do that, you know, thing. But it works out pretty well, I think, overall. So yes, what is your rating overall for this? Um you know, I know you like to give it a thing. So yeah. I'm going to give it a, overall, I'm going to give it a solid four LSD chicken soups. <laughs> out of five. I'm giving it a solid three, uh, rude bag ladies <laughs> out of five. Uh, so, but I probably, you know what? LSD chicken soups should have been the way to go. But <laughs> yeah, I think that it's as a, as it stands. And originally before going through it again, I gave it a two, but now thinking about it, three sounds about, where it is, because I realized how much, when I went and grabbed the audio, how much I loved the storyline yeah. that Bosch and AJ, and it's really the other stuff that brings yeah. it down. So nah, nah, That's how it goes. Uh, before we get into plugs, we're going to talk a little bit about the next movie that is going to be on the podcast. And this is a film, I'm so I'm going through monster movies, and I'm going to go from older to newer, and not necessarily newer as here, but more even though the other one's not yeah. as recent as it is. <laughs> but I decided to talk about the Kevin Basic Monster Classic. You getting ready for it? It's Tremors. Perfection. A scorched outpost in the middle of nowhere. You know how close I am to leaving this place right now? How close? Maybe that's why Val and Earl <laughs> decided to leave town. Oh! Whoa, 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 whoa! They just picked the wrong day to do it. Jeez. You guys better get the hell out of here. There's a killer on the loose. Who could be doing it? Is that a snake? I'll give you boys five dollars for this. Twenty. That's how they get you. They're under the ground. Thing. After they eat a whole station wagon. But where do they come from? I vote for outer space. No way these are local boys. You see, they're headed right for us. No Richter scale can measure it. They're coming! No scientist can explain it. Bert, they're under the ground. You didn't get penetration even with the elephant gun. Run, run! And no one knows what to call it. Mega worms or suckers or... Or suckwoods. Now, this valley is just one long smorgasbord. Now, it's up to Val and Earl to save the world. That's one big mother. Who died and made you Einstein? And they know just what to do. Flip for it. Damn. Kevin Bacon. Fred Ward. Tremors. And on Netflix. So, oh, as we were just talking at the end of that. So, yes, uh, Tremors is going to be the next movie. It is available for rent on Amazon, on iTunes, on YouTube. If you search well enough, you should be able to find it. I think Shudder, again, has it. 
for you to just watch. So if yeah. you're a subscriber to Shutter, which honestly I started out as a free trial, and they are not a sponsor. I wish they would sponsor, uh-huh. but they're not a sponsor of the podcast. But I'm actually thinking about keeping it because for the price that it is and for what it can offer, it has a lot of movies yeah. uh, and some of the series that I like. But you were talking, you were telling me a story yeah. about Tremors when you were young. Yeah, when I was growing up, um, my mom worked at the drive-ins where we live. And Saturday, Sunday, Friday, you know, those the fucking weekend, she never needed a babysitter. So she would take us to the movies, park her car at the drive-ins, bring us this giant bag of fucking popcorn, all soda we could fucking drink, and we'd watch a double feature and then go home. And during the summertime, same thing, every single fucking night if we wanted to. So I couldn't wait to see this movie. I got to see it at the drive-in. And I was like, yes, it was the coolest fucking thing I ever seen, man. And like, you know, I, even then when I was younger, I couldn't comprehend who the fuck these people were. All I knew is that monster looked cool. And this shit was just fucking epic. I've seen every Tremors movie there's out there right now. And even the last ones, I know it changes over from horror to horror comedy, but they're still fucking awesome. And either, there's a whole evolution to these things. I'm not going to fucking throw it out there what it is, but if you watch it, it's fucking great. And I think I was looking on Netflix just to double check to see if it was there, but Tremors 5 and Tremors A Cold Day in Hell. That's, that's the one! It. The Cold Day in Hell's the newest one! And that's I the watched one with Jamie it. Kennedy, right? Yes, yes. Jamie Kennedy comes in on the last two, I think. And, you know, it's just fucking... He, I love that guy. He's funny as fuck. I wish the TV series would actually get somewhat off the yeah. ground, but it, it seems is, like yeah. it's not going to no, be able to. Going to. I liked it it kind of sucks, but that's okay. Yeah. We'll just enjoy it. So we're going to talk about Tremors uh, next time on the podcast, but let's do some plugs. So why don't you tell them where they can find you? All right. You can find me. And if you don't know who the fuck I am and you weren't the fucking listening, and honestly, you know, if you listen to my podcast... Good. If you don't, oh fucking well, because I understand how I talk, and I get plenty of people be like, I need to tone it down. And guess the fuck what? I will never fucking tone it down. Well, it's I your sp- fucking podcast. Yeah, it is my fucking podcast. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even give a fuck if the cops... Look, they tried to arrest me, but it didn't fucking happen. Fuck them. Yeah, you need to go back and listen to that. It's one of the very first episodes, couple episodes in... Where he was recording his podcast and he got the cops called on him. Exactly. And you, a couple episodes ago, I went on his podcast and talked about Five Finger Death Punch yep. and my experience is going to meet them back there. So please go back. If you want to start with episode yeah. and you're a fan of this one, you can go there and listen to me talk about yeah. something a little different. But online, you are Angry Dead Podcast. But okay. uh, Angry Dead Podcast, you could find me on Stitcher. SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts. I'm on fucking every platform, pretty much. Podbean, all that fucking bullshit. And if you want to find me on fucking Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, fucking Snapchat, all that bullshit, it is B, the number two, the, the number four, TH Power. And people are like, why is that so complex? Because it's Big Bad Ben Bowman. So figure it the fuck out. There's math in that shit. That's right. B to the fourth power. So with that being said, of course, go follow him on everything, especially Instagram. If you love a good set of memes, go follow him. And he does post a lot. Uh, And when I mean a lot, I mean a lot. Yeah, a lot. 
As for the podcast, you can always follow us on Twitter, T underscore T underscore podcast, available on the same platforms. Rate and review both podcasts. If you rate his, make sure you send him Terrible Terror sent you. And if you rate mine, make sure you say Beat of War Power. Yeah, angry sent you motherfucking on that dad sent you. And uh, Facebook, Terrible Terror Podcast, um, and all those other fun things out there. And with that said, thanks, Ben, for coming on. Yes. And we'll talk to you next time with Tremors. Woo!